The world is too small for someone like Bruce Wayne to disappear, no matter how deep he chooses to sink. Who are you? My name is merely Ducard, but I speak for Raz Al Ghul, a man greatly feared by the criminal underworld. A man who can offer you a path. What makes you think I need a path? Someone like you is only here by choice. You have been exploring the criminal fraternity, but whatever your original intentions, you have become truly lost. Raz Al Ghul? <laughs> this is Filmsack. Sure. Hello, and welcome to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. I'm Scott Johnson. This is episode 541, and I'm joined today by Brian. He's not the devil. He's practiced Dunaway. Oh, you're not the devil. Maybe you are. Oh, hi. hi. Ah. I see you have brought us the rare blue flower that we requested to purchase entry into our icy mountaintop ninja hotel club. Welcome. And I hope you have brought your sense of irony and your wallet. Most of your wallet. Oh, you threw it into a bum's barrel fire? Unfortunate. Anywho, I am your host, the devil, er, Mephistophel. Oh, who was it again? Oh, yeah. Anybody but who I'd say I am. And you must be the classic Faustian fellow with the bat fetish. What's that? You say you aren't familiar with the classics of opera. Oh, don't worry. By the time we get through with this two-and-a-half-hour teachable moment, you will wish you had jumped into that bum's barrel of fire and swept around it like a decorative pool in a hotel with a couple of supermodel hanger-ons. I know things. <laughs> All right. You have been here long enough. Now it is time for your final test, a game of synchronized ninja chess. Your move, moody rich boy. Oh, good one. Check and mate. Perhaps I have underestimated you. And now my house is on fire. Oh, why did I think it was a good idea to run a mountaintop hotel for ninjas slash fireworks warehouse? I don't know, Randy. Why do we fall? So that we can learn to pick ourselves up and change the channel when this movie comes on. Okay, Brian, won't you tell us how you really feel? Oh, oh, mm, oh, wow. We, we had a sneak peek. We might peek. be surprised by how Brian right? Dunaway feels yeah, about this film. Right. Interesting. What, did, you didn't get the memo? Hmm. Apparently, I didn't get the memo. I see that reference, too. Uh, hey, also with us, Randy, he always has time to teach the receptionist how to putt Jordan. Aloha, Scott, Brian. Brian. And thank you for making the climb to our shockingly large and beautiful mountaintop retreat. I'm now going to immediately introduce you to the two dozen people who work here, but I'm the only one who's ever going to talk. What is this place? Well, it's a global martial influence organization. And now that you've physically climbed to the top, we're going to teach you how to work your way up in this pyramid-shaped scheme. So... You will soon operate your own global martial influence organization if you simply follow my three easy steps. Mm. Number one, mm. your hideout and training facility must be in a practically unreachable place. 
at a high enough altitude, you'll eliminate the chance for women to be a part of it. We're a 100% male organization and proud of it. We even have a proud parade every June. Number two. Don't worry about food and water for your hardworking trainees on this barren mountaintop where no one can get to you. When it comes to food and water, you can just wave your hand. Number three, you must store explosives and fireworks in your main hall. But those are dangerous, so scatter them around the place. No, no push that one into the corner there. That That's better. Okay, now, as long as no one rebels against the final lesson, we'll be fine. <laughs> nice. Well, good. Hey, me and Randy kind of stayed in the same narrows, didn't we? I yeah. love it. Synchronized swimming we'll right there I between am. you two. Yeah. You might be surprised where Brian goes. All right, here we go. <laughs> you may be surprised. Brian, he keeps disappearing when he's having a conversation with Gary Oldman Ibbett. It's true, I do. Uh, this episode of Film Sack contains words and phrases that some might find offensive, but in the context of the movie, they're purely appropriate. Please refrain from emailing us when you hear any of the following. Giving your wife a pearl necklace. Spilling your pearls all over the ground. Alley snatch. Giving oh my myself God. a Bhutanese beating. Taking on seven guys. Or was it six? Uh. Making my cape stiff. Cowl face. <laughs> Taking my tumbler into the bat cave. Uh -huh. uh, newly added one. Teaching the receptionist how to putt. <laughs> Cape fingers. Beating oh. Ra's al Ghul. Uh -huh. Freeloaders. Uh -huh. Moving a bloody log. Uh -huh. Dropping oh. some Gotham rail. And uh -huh. finally, master brucing. Uh -huh. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh my gosh. You picked the, red, the, the best path. Yeah, the movie literally has a joke about the word spelunking. Like, there's yeah. there's yeah. actually a joke in this movie that is just two men thinking the word spelunking is funny. Yeah, well, you know, look, they have, uh, sometimes you're bored, you're old and you're bored, and you got to come up with an idea, and that's what you do. And that's what we're doing. Batman Begins is our film, and uh, boy, howdy, did we watch it. It was... Uh, 2005 <laughs> uh some uh, how many years ago was that <laughs> almost 20 2005 yeah 16 what? 17 17 yeah movie. 17 years old uh it Ooh. i saw it day one with a bunch of people from the office i was working at at the time and uh they they were not good company, and so my first watching was not my favorite watching. <laughs> they were oh, they were just no. loud and sloppy and loud popcorn oh, eaters. And they just weren't annoying. they weren't paying attention to the lessons. They were just kind of goofing off. Yeah, and they were just like, "Woo, look at this! It's Batman!" I'm like, "This is the worst." Look, look how I'm Batman. Yeah, I'm, I'm Batman. Batman. Look, you guys, I can be oh. Batman. We're like <laughs> one minute into the description of this movie, and you've already brought up lessons. It's really. This is really <laughs> Christopher Nolan wants to teach you something. Yeah, That's really what's going on. Yep. Here. And he's yeah. doing it in threes. He like he he planned from the very beginning to make Batman Begins the first of a trilogy. And I, right. I, I'm pretty sure that this is an Oreo where the stuffing was the best part and the two sides were yeah. fine. They were okay. You know, and, and I would argue even, and I completely agree with that. And I would argue that the stuffing, the the double stuff in the middle, yeah. makes the cookies better because of its existence. I agree. When I saw with this yeah. in the yeah, when I saw this in the theaters, obviously it was before um, uh, Dark Knight, yeah. and I thought it was okay. I never saw it. Haven't seen it since. So saw it in the theaters. Have not seen it since then. And after Lucky. seeing the Dark Knight, this is like I, I feel like this elevates, or the uh, the Dark Knight elevates this. 
I agree. We talked it's, about that last week. Like I, I spent this entire movie going, how is how does Mad Max Fury Road mm-hmm. relate to Mad Max Two? Because mm-hmm. it really it really feels like this is the you know this is the unfinished or overfinished. Maybe it's the it's the yeah. too much of yeah. a of a beginning. Like I'm glad it's called Batman Begins because it's all it's just all beginning. Should be beginning, called Batman. Beginning. Should be called Batman one more time. Yeah, Batman one more time. His parents die. Let's let's watch Batman's parents die one more yeah. time. Yeah. yeah, I mean we. I think even then we were all kind of sick of the origin story and why do we have to keep doing this? I know we definitely are yeah. now. And um, no, I don't, nobody knows yet. But the new Matt Reeves film, I, I hope they don't the spend Batman. a bunch of time with that because it's I mean, early. We did get it in the Joker, so. Yeah, that's true. We won't get it in this. That's a really good point. But in this new thing, the whole concept is, uh, you know, early years of Batman, kind of year one in the comics is probably what this is taken from mostly. That's what Matt Reeves has said. And that concerns me a little because that's real fresh to the when, you know, the the parents died. So I hope they don't do it again. We don't need to know again. Mm-hmm. We really don't. Just yeah. get out I mean, there. And do, it's fine. It's fine if you feel like you need to do a quick 30 second you know, flashback. Hey, my parents died. Cool. That's cool. Let's move on. Yeah, that's cool. I think I think uh, Pattinson, like uh, one of the earliest scenes in the film, should be Pattinson saying to Alfred, "Oh, you know this. Just this, this reminds me of when my parents died." And Alfred that's going, all you "Yes, need. sir. We know. Yeah, we, we know. We know. We're aware. Move, move on. <laughs> Keep moving." One the, yeah. One of the will- guide posts for a Batman movie is how old is the actor playing the Batman, right? Mm-hmm. Because right. like uh you have you, you often have people like Pattinson, we think of him as a kid, but he's not anymore at all. Like he's in his late thirties or something. Yeah, he's old. And yeah. um and Michael Keaton was was seemed middle aged even like yeah. even from the very beginning. So yeah. so one of the one of the things that really kind of guides you into how am I going to feel about Batman Begins is the fact that they they at least try, they don't try very hard, but they try to tell you a young Batman story. Yeah. Right? He's right. he he was he he fled the world as an adolescent. He spent less than a decade uh, out of sight, right? And came back. Right. And so now he's like I guess 25 and Yeah, 25 is my guess. Yeah, and Christian yeah. Bale is a little older than 25 here, but not that much, not so much that he doesn't work in that role. And so like there should have been, you know what I mean? Like there should have been some benefits to this, right? We're starting with a, a younger Batman, but no, he gets old and grumpy real fast. Oh yeah. yeah. And in yeah. no time, it did strike me though, how um, I've always just thought of Christian Bale looking like he always looks like today. And this one struck me as like, whoa, you were a lot younger in the first Batman movie, like a lot yeah, younger than yeah, I remember. Yeah. But yeah, they didn't really capitalize on that. It's interesting because, first of all, the one thing that shocked me back when I saw it in 05 was, oh, they're going to go straight to Ra's al Ghul, like the freaking, the most yeah. obscure, hard to say name. Nobody at home knows who this is. This is very comic book, like not at all mainstream villain by any stretch. Right. And they they went there. And, and I'd like that now. But at the time, I remember thinking, well, you're shooting yourself in the foot here because no one's going to know who this is. And it's just going to be, you know, people well, want it the was, Joker. They want the Riddler. Right. They want the whatever. And they barely know Scarecrow. <laughs> like, like it right. just seemed like they were starting at the very bottom barrel it, of, it, of villains. It kind of it, it really is. And I think that was Nolan's. I'm not sure exactly at what point or how much he was involved with the script. But the script is definitely. Uh, you know, the story of Faust trying to, you know, does a deal with the devil and has to deal with the consequences of that. And so that that makes some good DNA material for a story. So 
it's a good and place Ra's to start. Is, is, and like Brian is says, also like a way to oh, uh, to to un un Schumacher, like to basically say, right. all right, you've seen the Joker, you've seen the Riddler, you've seen two penguin and, and Iceman, right? <laughs> Iceman, um, you know, let's let's go deeper and kind of make you forget, not make you want to compare this to the Schumacher stuff, and not want to say, right. oh well, the only know, time you compare Schwarzenegger it was the best Mister Freeze or better Mister Freeze compared yeah, to yeah. this guy. That's a really good point. Nope. I didn't really thought of it that way, but it probably was a bit of a palate cleanser to say, just look. Yeah. Gonna, also, yeah. also flat out, uh, Christopher <laughs> Nolan sets out to be dark, to to be, to, to have yeah. a serious Batman. There's jokes in the movie, but compared to what came before it, this is really, really serious. <laughs> and so you, yeah, from, from page one, you pick your villain, you pick your arch arch villain, right. Uh, uh, to be a, a very serious, very, you know, severe, as severe as you can get right because that's gonna that's gonna set you up and then later when you when you come along with a very serious joker who literally right. says why so serious yeah. it's not it's not as much of a clash the, right the and, yeah. and batman's only true equal in in the books and is really i mean well besides superman a true villain is raza Ghul. he yeah. is he is the true you know equal or even greater than mm-hmm. Batman. yeah he was so, always portrayed that way it's just such a I don't know. It's it's a more cerebral take and a written take, and it's less right. flashy. And so, to me at the time, it seemed weird. I'm really glad of it now, in retrospect. And I also feel like I want to agree with Ibit on this idea that the Oreo is way better as a complete cracker or cookie than it, than it yeah. was with just the <laughs> stuffing. And I think it does elevate the middle. Elevates the other two sides uh, once you've seen them all. And mm-hmm. part of it, I think, is I guess I didn't appreciate it at the time, but I think Liam Neeson is really good in this. Yeah, um, the supporting well, cast yeah. kind of like overshadows Christian Bell in this viewing for me. I'm like, wow, they do that. These, too this as supporting well. cast is way better. <laughs> we talked about this with two because two or uh, Dark Knight is definitely that. Like Heath Ledger just makes everyone else seem like they've disappeared. Right, but it isn't even yeah. just Liam Neeson. I think Michael Caine never phones anything in. Is therefore wow. so good, very good. Yeah. Um, Gary, and then that's something Gary I want to mention. I never mentioned before, or I hardly ever mentioned because we don't see enough movies with him in. But Tom Wilkinson is freaking amazing. I love that dude. Yeah. Yeah. As Carmine Falcone. Falcone. Yeah. It's, it's, and, oh God, he's so good. Yeah. And yeah. So one of the things that you uh, like, I'm trying really, really hard to put this movie into into its perspective. Like we saw it in 2005. You know what I mean? And like right. remembering what it was like to come out of this and go, wow, that was a really long movie. But thank goodness because it had it had plenty of breathing room for all of these great character actors. Yeah. yeah. Except they didn't they didn't really take advantage, in my opinion, of Cillian Murphy, who was just you know is is Doctor Crane. Uh, Scarecrow. He was, uh, he was just a joke. He was just a joke, but he's so kind of. So but they good. made him creepy right. and whatever. You know, he was fine. Uh, yeah, and I think it's it's okay to have him be a joke, right? When he's you know aping around. Where is the Batman right. and stuff like that? You know, you <laughs> want your the 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 villains that are going to uh, arise in. Let me maybe use a different term, but the villains that are going to start appearing <laughs> in Gotham once you have a Batman, once you have a vigilante, um, not all Escalation. of them are going to be mm-hmm. like pro. You know, really carefully thought out masterminds. Some of them are going to right. be hacks that could be uh, guy with a burlap just, sack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> with a, yeah. With a great burlap sack and some fart gas and whatever. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's. But, uh, I, so I, I liked uh, the effect of when he would when people would get his drug. I thought that was trippy. Yeah, that little vertigo. I'd love to know. Like, it's got to be them just playing with Zoom and. 
you know, keeping yeah, stuff in the shaky. foreground close and then doing like yeah. with, yeah. the, with the zoom or that something. That was a trip. It's really, Such a cool effect. Yeah. It's a really cool effect and it was used really kind of sparingly uh, and to the point that I was actually wanting more. I kept going, oh, yeah. do that again, right. especially when Batman is walking around and his eyes are like yeah. And so cool. Going, oh. we, yeah. We've talked about this the cinematographer before. It's Wally Pfister. He he has played Wally Pfister. He, he has shot <laughs> all of the all of the Christopher Nolan things that you remember. Mm. Like he like right. he is he is like Christopher Nolan's guy. Yeah. And so like we talked about him when we we sacked Inception. Like he, there's there's all sorts of things where it's just like man. I'm glad that guy was doing the cinematography. Yeah, which right, was the right. tw- uh, see, 2008 it. was Dark Knight. Then he did. Then he did Inception. Then Rises. Right? Wasn't that the sandwich movie? Because the sandwich movie between he always has Nolan always had a sandwich Batman movie. Do the Batman, then yeah. do another movie, and they Batman, and then a movie. And this time between mm. Begins and um, it was the Prestige. Was prestige. Between. Right. 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 Mm. The the Wolverine okay. versus Batman movie that we got that was pretty good. Right. <laughs> and then With David uh, Bowie. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Then, yeah, we talked about that. It wasn't it wasn't a Nolan film, but uh Wally Fister made uh Moneyball with uh Bennett Miller, the director. Yeah. Uh, and okay. and Moneyball is like like one of the things that makes that movie sh- hit way above its weight class is the cinematography. I still haven't yeah. seen Moneyball. I should. It's on it's streaming on HBO. I should watch it. Moneyball seems good. Don't know it why seems it, good. It's just about a guy balling up some money and throwing it at people. Yeah, you just, yeah, just right. money ball. Here, take this dollar. Here, here's a five. Yeah. yeah. Put Show me up. the money. Here you go. Money hurts if you ball it up and throw it. Yeah, yeah. especially if you're Brad Pitt. Yeah, if you're Brad, yeah. if you're Brad Pitt. Especially Jonah if you Hill. take a handful of quarters and stuff in the middle. Yes. Yeah. That was right before bad. Jonah Hill lost all his weight, so this was still like a big old big old fat Jonah Hill movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Right. Hey. Kind of like that. Can we talk about Gary Oldman's uh, performance? Sure. Gary Oldman sure. is fan- emotionally acting. Oh, my God. His physicality in this movie really brought home the, the Gordon character for me like nobody's business, but I swear I don't know what accent he was trying to mm bring forth but it was terrible well he was trying to <laughs> fake his own like not have his own come out is all i think sure. yeah 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 but i would have taken that it. just give me what you got gary yeah just give me what you got so as you yeah, as you know Warner can't be a brit yeah that'd be as weird. you know christopher <laughs> nolan is through and through englishman yeah. he is making this film in england and, and a little bit in iceland but mostly in england and uh he's gonna cast people that are at hand right mm-hmm. like right I mean, he's, I'm not saying he did the casting. There was an actual casting director, but I'm just saying like, you're going to, you're going to get people like Michael Caine and Liam Neeson and Gary Oldman, you know, cause they're nearby and like, that's where they work. But then it's so, it becomes kind of discordant when you throw in people like Mark Boone Jr. and Katie Holmes, they just don't, they don't feel like they fit with all of these Brits, you know? Mm. You're right. Mm-hmm. But I did love Mark. Ju- I love Flass, uh, Gordon's partner. I loved, I loved his character. He was just, I don't know. You you felt like you didn't get very much of him. What you did, you really felt like, oh, he could flip flop. He could be yeah, yeah, bad or they, good. Playing both sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, you look at that guy and you say, yeah, I know that guy's playing both sides. I mean, right. <laughs> working in uh, Gotham Police Department, everybody there probably is like, oh, that guy, yeah. That I mean, guy. We don't know for yeah. sure. But we look at him, we're pretty sure he's playing both sides. Oh, yeah. Man, these were all over the place. They were in Chicago for a bunch of this. They filmed in Illinois. Well, they, filmed some, they filmed a bunch of exteriors in Chicago so that Gotham would look like an American city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like 
this movie was made in England. Like the yeah. Wayne Wayne Manor was uh, was weird. The it was view weird. for Wayne Manor it's where weird. there's like no city in the distance and it's all yeah. green. That, you know, yeah. Tina looked every at that and said, "I think that was in Ireland." Yeah, <laughs> right. Every every one of these shots were really disconnected, and I don't. I, I'm assuming this was intentional, but I never felt like anything was relationally connected. Like they even even like one of the scenes with uh with Batman in the in the in the alley talking to to Jim Gordon at his wherever the right, crap yeah, he yeah. lives. Yeah. It yeah. felt so I, I was like, where are we at? What yeah. is going on? It's kind of all over the place. Really disconnected. He uh by the way, uh, this some fun trivia about Gary Oldman. He's uh, according to this, he agreed to play Jim Gordon without even reading the script. He was asked to do it and he said, "Yes, I'd love to." And he was the last actor cast. Uh, and he learned his lines on the flight to the first location. So I, bu- I believe it. That guy is. Uh, I mean, I would hire him. Gary Oldman's great. Dude, oh, he is. Yeah, care what and he you also. Want. Yeah, he plays. He plays Gordon. He's not even. He's Sergeant Gordon, right? At the beginning right, yeah. of this movie, the yeah. Is. Yeah. 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 He plays. He plays Gordon in a way that I don't think we'd ever really seen in comic book movies at this point. Mm-hmm. Right, he played him more like he the comic this, is what he did because the comic yeah. is very similar to what. Mm-hmm. He, he yeah, did. and he has. He just has this sympathy for everything yeah. that really yeah. comes through. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, that's what I'm talking about like why I was so affected by this movie, but I don't understand why I only saw it the one time and then that's it. Like why did I never go back and check this out it's again? Be- mm. Because it it is it is a it, it's a struggle. I mean, it, this movie slaps you over the head for two and a half hours and it's a good slap. You know, it's in, it's like those two <laughs> slaps that Katie Holmes gave Gave a uh, Christian oh, Bell in, the, in right. the car. That's, oh, yeah. that's exactly yeah. like, one of the best scenes in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, but why didn't that stick with me? Yeah. <laughs> it's, ex- it's exhausting movie though. It's just, okay. I'm excited it, for, uh, by the way, Jeffrey Wright's turn as Jeff, uh, James Gordon in the new, uh, the new thing. I'm oh, actually really cool. excited. I didn't know he that. was going to be, uh, that's great. Yeah. I gotta say, I gotta say here, I think we're, uh, we're uh, opposed on uh, team deluxe away here. I really enjoyed Batman begins. And I'm getting the feeling that Brian no, no. didn't. I like it. I mean, I, 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 I don't think it's, right. uh, he's, he's talking about Brian Dunaway, Scott. Yeah. Oh, Brian, Brian. oh yeah. 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 I I did uh, okay so I like I said I liked one time but I definitely <laughs> felt by the time I got through I was like if they if they say the this if they give me the motif one more time if they right. give me this theme one but, more which time is, which is I'm what Christopher punch Nolan does like if you like the Dark yeah. Knight how, how dare you he's gonna give you the theme <laughs> like for there's like right the theme of this one okay so there's actually two there's two uh, coupled themes to this movie mm-hmm. one is we fall down so we can get back up again and right. the other is it's not uh it's not what's inside but what you do what you do yeah right and right. so the uh, so then the the next movie uh, there's two coupled themes but I can only remember remember the if you you know you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become yeah, the villain yeah, yeah. because they say it 17 times yeah yeah i'm like say it one more time say it one more time christopher nolan how come it's they a got a really good point but they do that they do this these movies are kind of i don't want to say heavy-handed but they do repeat oh. those themes comic book verbatim movies. over yeah. and over yeah. Comic yeah. Book like you're getting beat up by batman yeah like, why do you think katie holmes didn't come back what was the deal there uh, because she because the Joel Schumacher nipple parts that they 
they kept kept putting for her. You know, oh, because she's the only one that had to do nipples during the. Uh, yeah, it's like that thing. was that was the homage to the old school. <laughs> I was wondering, <laughs> they're out there in the cold yeah. uh, England countryside, and I'm like, oh boy, we got the it's cold outside, right. isn't it there? But yeah, I I just I I don't think she's. Uh, I think she's good in this. I don't know yeah. why they took her out. I don't. Something must not have worked out, or she was hard on set, or who knows. Where was she at with Tom Cruise at this point? I was trying to relate it. What, what's I mean, the timeline here? It would have been. Yeah, they they would have still, still been together. together I think. I think. I don't. know. I can't remember. Yeah. Oprah's Five? couch had already been abused, right? We, yeah. we were well past right. the. Yes. I think so. Uh, yes. No. Sorry. Yes. No. They <laughs> were. They were together. <laughs> mm-hmm. They were. They were getting together, but they didn't get married until the next year. Oh. Okay. And that's and what then, happened. And then mm. they had a. Yeah. They got married the next year, and she. Uh, they quickly had a daughter, and that. So that right. was it for her. Okay. Yeah. Well, and that's fine. That's fine. I. You that? know. I. Again. I just. I. I think there was at the time I went. Oh, they didn't use her again. She must. have, You know. I can't remember what I. I assumed something. Was was like a, a you know a foot like oh you can't bring right. her back she hated it or now uh, that she's with Tom they Cruise hated her. Yeah. she's difficult I mean, yeah. yeah I couldn't I couldn't help but wonder if uh you know if she was pissed off at how this movie was men 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 and she was the only woman with like real speaking lines and even then right. her character was so undeveloped like it was like her lines were. Observe, she, she, she observes Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. like she's an yeah. accidental an accidental friend right the kid next door or whatever mm-hmm. growing up and then as an adult she's like a civil servant who occasionally observes Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. that's it that's yeah. all she gets it's kind of all I tried to also I tried not to because there were so many themes and things that were being pushed in my face I kept trying to think what is finders keepers and I was like stop I don't want to know. I don't know why Finders Keepers has anything to do with this film. So if you know why, don't don't send me any emails. I don't I don't care. Uh, so, <laughs> well, can we? I mean, we'll take two seconds to explain it. Sure, you sure. Mean why why we see that at the end? No, I know why. I I know. I I understood. I saw the scenes earlier. Okay. I saw All the right. Finders I Keepers. Missed, I didn't I understand the, the contextualization of why it needed to be in this movie and beating my head three or four times. I didn't understand no. that. And I was like, and I started to think about it and I'm like, no, you're not getting any more brain cycles from Brian. Mm. I'm out. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I it, like, there's a, there's a bunch of little things that just feel like they're kind of crammed in the movie. You know what I mean? Like mm. some of them really, really work like the playing card at the end, right? That works, mm-hmm. but it's yeah. just, right. it's just a little thing that's crammed in, you know, mm. it's, it's like a, inside joke between the two is some kind of yeah. interpersonal connective tissue or something I'm assuming, but I, was well, like, I mean, okay. it's just him running by and saying finders keepers and taking that out of her hand. And that was, you know, this kind of moment that, you know, right. Mm-hmm. Between and then the he didn't get to keep it because he fell in the bat hole. Yeah, he held on to that thing. Like you see him laying on the ground in the bat hole, and his hands <laughs> yeah. still clasp, clasping that thing. Yeah, he didn't. Get the bat That's hole. true. He, nobody wants By to the be way, in the bat hole. Is yeah. the is the only way to get into the bat cave from the outside to do the big rocket jump through the waterfall? Uh, yes, from the outside. Yeah, yeah, that's from the outside and the, with the yeah. tumbler. Like you can get to it probably well. You could have gotten to it through the house with that that little uh, elevator deal. Bad piano. The bad piano. But like getting the tumbler in the bad cave, it's always going to be this ramp jump that you know. Yeah. 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 So what? A, what a coincidence that he happens to ha- already own. He didn't know it, but he already owns right. a jumping car. What a coincidence! Yeah. That's just yeah. so handy how yeah. that worked out. This movie is the. This is the movie of convenience. I've never seen so many uh, happenstances happen as this movie that. 
characters end up in a city the size of Gotham mm. right next to each other constantly oh, well, then you, through you no need, planning. Then you haven't seen any Iron Man films, my friend, because yes. <laughs> my goodness. Right. Oh, oh, that's yeah, really that's a lot true. of MCU films in general. That's just full lean, of conveniences. Yeah, lean heavily on that. I think it's a, it's a superhero problem. It's just hard to right. uh, get away from yeah. it. I, w- I will say I think the MCU does a pretty good job of you know, having me not notice it's good sleight of hand, but right. I, I here for whatever reason, it's a little bit more obvious. It's like, oh, okay, well there's Batman and there's the other guy. Oh, of course there. Oh, of course. Of course. Like there's a lot of that going on. I think yeah, what right. really, it's funny because when we all watched dark Knight together, I felt like the thing that really made that movie stick out were two things. The, the freaking beginning of it is amazing. The high scene is incredible. I think. Yes. Um, oh yeah. It's really good. And then, uh Heath Ledger's performance and then really that's it like f- two has it, got its moments but it's not um, yeah I mean uh what uh what's his face two-face uh Eckhart what's Aaron Eckhart, Aaron Eckhart. what's his what's his two-face Aaron Eckhart <laughs> Oops. you know what I'm talking about <laughs> you know uh, that one. I thought he was he was great and yeah, kind he of was like good the uh why'd you save me and not save her kind of thing I thought was was yeah. a great that was pretty good. The problem with that, though, was that they, um, they it was one of those cases like Spider-Man 3 uh, where they just crammed too many villains in. And so nobody's yeah. getting proper proper set dressing except the Joker. And it just so overshadowed everybody else that it mm-hmm. felt a little weird. I mean, the only we just recently had the first movie where I felt like that actually worked um, with Spider-Man No Way Home. And mm-hmm. I still don't I, know how they pulled that off. So, so it's hard. It's freaking. Oh, I freaking. look forward to us talking about Spider-Man: No Way Home. You might be surprised I, what I thought. Yeah. I feel like you're. <laughs> I feel oh, like really? you're okay. kind of. I feel like you're throwing some shade at like my one of my favorite mo- films of all time. Here, which is, I just want to. Which is I what? Come back, like, like my question here for this episode for me, my question is: Why did I only see Batman Begins the one time mm. when I saw The Dark Knight eighteen times? Like, yeah. I, I, I'm trying to figure that out and I, and I, and I realize it's kind of like I had to stop myself from watching the dark Knight after Batman begins Friday night. Like I was really, I was really in that Mad Max Fury road kind of thing. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? Like where I was just Why like, can't Oh, you guys just watch the movie that we have to watch. For the watch show. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and like, I can't really, I, even after all this time, I can't find any fault with the dark Knight. Like I just feel like it's, yeah. I'm not, I don't want to say the perfect movie. It's not the perfect movie, but it's no. just like, it's, it's so good. This one it's got a bunch a of 10 problems, out of 10, but, you know, I'd give it a, I give it an eight out of 10. I think, I, I think, I think <clears throat> dark Knight is, has waned a little for me waned. over the years. Waned. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of Bruce waning. Um, and I don't know why I just, I've seen it again recently. Then I, I saw it before that with you guys on film sack. And then a million times before that, I've also seen it a ton of times and, I don't know why. I don't know what it is. I just think maybe, <clears throat> I think maybe none of these, this is a weird thing to say, but none of the Batman things in film, they all come out to big acclaim when they happen, but yeah. none of them seem to last the test of time. And that's why they feel like they have to keep remaking it. And, Interesting. and we're about to do that again. And the great filmmaker, Christopher Nolan, just did your last set and you're about to start over. And it's like, well, why? Well, I don't know. Somehow we need a new version, a new take, a new whatever. And it's a Batman problem. 
Like I don't see them trying to remake Endgame or I, Infinity War or freaking any of the MCU movies. Well, not, right. But not you don't remake the individual movies, you remake the heroes, right? So they would come out with I don't I, but I'm with you. I don't see them coming out with a new uh Captain America reboot or a new Iron Man reboot or anything like that. Captain America is a really boring. He's like Superman. He's a very boring character. He you is. only want to see it so many times. Iron Man is interesting. Rich people make good superheroes. Go ahead. Yeah. And Marvel. Yeah, that's right. But Marvel kind of reboots themselves. We are going to get a new. We're going to get Ironheart uh, this year right. or next year, which is the new uh, Iron Man character. Yeah, which um, is fine. And I see again. But see, I think that's the big difference. Cool. They're not going to just try to make yes. Tony Stark again. They're no, gonna no, they're gonna have that legacy new, continue, which is it won't be a new canon, you know, it'll right. be the same. Yeah, which is well, if, Batman, if anything, it's very Batman daring. Is, like it's a daring thing. MCU the MCU's yeah. already proven a lot of daring things paid off for them, but one of them I don't think people talk about enough is is their willingness to say, We're gonna be we're gonna have continuity in our version of the universe and it's gonna go on. And we're not right. just gonna say, Oh, there's your trilogy. I guess here's five years, now here's a new version of the exact same trilogy. And I don't know why Batman is so. Batman is the is the Spider Man of DC. Uh, he's your local hero that is complex enough to to have a retelling. He's your un, unfriendly neighborhood Batman. Is what he is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I okay. So, I mean, if we're gonna if we're gonna go here, let's just absolutely fully go here. This is this always raises the issue of the issue the the marvel versus dc like concern there's i don't think there's a debate here there a lot of what they do is the same sure so you have to say you know you have to ask yourself do i like this kind of storytelling or that kind of storytelling more mm-hmm. uh, so i but, but i don't think there's a debate i just feel like there's a, like a concern like where people go okay it's too much but with both marvel and dc in existence it's a little too much for me i don't need there to be both a green lantern and a green hornet and a flash and a daredevil you know what i mean like there's just too much yeah so they you pick one and there are like there are actually like one of the hardest things for me to come to understand in life was that there were people who picked dc because i just i didn't i couldn't like from the first time i ever remember picking up a comic book i remember thinking marvel is comics you're insane DC right. is you're, an, you're an insane person thing. you're an insane person because i would those two i would flop completely <laughs> flop those two like dc right, yeah. dc tells some of the best comic stories there are marvel does fine for me but they're not the same and i can separate them i don't have a problem with 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 those worlds being what they are and you know comics doing what they do but in in films and stuff well, whatever. And like 20 years ago, we'd have a very different conversation about this because nobody could pull this off. Not very yeah, well. And Spider-Man right. was like the first one. The Tobey Maguire's were like, oh, wow. Can they really make a, a, a possibly good or Spider-Man X- movie? X-Men, actually, right? Or X-Men. Yeah, I guess X-Men was first. But yeah, like it, we were just starting to see what was perhaps possible. Um, the, the greatest comic book character of all time is arguably Batman for a lot of reasons. And we don't have to get into it here. But... I do think it's problematic on screen because you can you can thrill us in the moment, but it's hard for that stuff to stay in continuity or for us eight years later to still go, 
All right. Well, now it's Batgirl's turn because Bruce is retired. You know, they don't do those kinds of MCU ideas. They well, right. And they I, reboot. What, what I was going to say is that it's not a debate. There's not a debate for me because I eventually found my way into DC. Right. I eventually. Yeah, right. Admittedly, it was via Vertigo, <laughs> but I eventually <laughs> like I I had like a good ten years of only really looking at Marvel comics as a kid, as an adolescent, and then one day, like I came across you know sort of Azrael or whatever. And was like, oh, this is actually speaking to me, you know? Mm-hmm. And so then I, I found out that DC uh, DC was – they were never really making things for little kids the way I felt that comics should. But, uh, you know, like that's that brings up its own problems, right? Because if Marvel had strayed too much into trying to entertain me at 10, they probably wouldn't have entertained me at 20, right? So – there, there's just a there, there's a, a, a lot going on there. And all I'm saying is the reason the debate exists is because it's probably too much. There's too much good stuff mm-hmm. for, for people to just handle it all, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I think that's where TV comes in. We're about to get a Moon Knight series, about a bunch of successful stuff on the Disney Plus network for, for Marvel properties. Uh, Warner's really up their game for DC television. Uh, they've already yeah, been the good at animation. Yeah, the stuff on Max is... is- great too right the titan series is really good the doom patrol series is really good dude if you haven't done this uh, and we just did this because we watched this movie go to hbo max and go to the search bar and type in b-a-t-m-a-n and hit return (laughs) oh my god it is unbelievable how much you will spend the next three years of your life so much nothing but batman yeah all the animated animated stuff yeah yeah and it's all really good i mean they have the live actions in there as well but most of it's the animated stuff but my point is i think that as we lurch ever further into our streaming future there's just more opportunity to take these characters in new places to create the continuity we're talking about in a lot of ways emulate what the mcu did in film but do it in in a longer format and i'm here for it man i'm stoked Mm -hmm. because we're gonna finally you know moon knight what the hell we're actually getting a moon knight series (laughs) that's not even b-list or c-list character right (laughs) right it's whatever d or e is you know like exactly and we're about to see you know a lot of people love him and i do too i remember loving those books when i was younger but i was under no illusions that it, this was a mainstream hero ever gonna see yeah yeah, yeah. But they got like so real actors and real story and real producers while we're, making while we're way out with you know associated properties i, I want i want to hear everybody's uh book that they they caught on to a long time ago that has never made it made it big like no one ever really liked this character or this series and you just wonder you just wish like you're the only one who wishes that somebody would make a TV series or a movie about this comic character? Give me, give me yours, Scott. Uh, the question. That's what I want. Is the Ooh. question? Oh, the question. Yeah, I love him. Love that series. Some it's really awesome. good new Dibbit? stuff. Dibbit, do you have uh, one? I do. Camelot three thousand. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Which is like there you that's go. Limited good. series. They could do it as a as a you know HBO Max limited series, but it was about the all the knights of the round table getting resurrected in the future and having to yeah. re find Excalibur and all that stuff. And it could, so it could be done so well with like the gritty Westworld kind of look to it. That sounds great. Way, do, you, do you have one from long ago? Absolutely. Only because <laughs> I know it would be horrible. Please bring me Rom. 
the space <laughs> oh, knight. Oh, the space knight. There was talk about Rom. Uh, who was it just this week? Feige was talking about, or no, no, it was he? James Gunn talking about rumors that Rom the space knight will appear in Guardians of the Galaxy 3 mm. and squashing those rumors saying, nope, still owned by Hasbro. Aww. Hasbro's got to do stuff oh, with it. Hasbro I mean, we owns got, it. But we did almost get a Rom the Space Knight, Micronauts, and G.I. Joe universe. Like that was that was the the Hasbro universe was almost a thing five or six years ago. At Comic-Con, whatever that year was, um, they were talking about a joint movie that had all of those properties in it. Yeah, and they were they were working off the success of Transformers, and everybody thought, oh wow, they're gonna they're gonna go nuts here and create their own thing. And then it kind of just petered. I don't know what happened there. It really did, totally did. (laughs) Yeah, that's unfortunate. There's uh, there's some interesting trivia here regarding this film where um, they didn't want. (laughs) This is crazy. Okay, writer director Christopher Nolan, who did co-write the thing with David S. Goyer. Okay, uh, said that they were so fascinated with Cillian or Killian or how do you say it? Cillian Murphy's eyes because he has these crazy blue eyes. I love his glasses. Yeah, he says he kept trying to have. They kept trying to find reasons for him to remove his glasses. <laughs> I love the glasses. Those are the most angular, badass. I was I was looking everywhere. I'm like, ooh, how do I get no. some of those glasses? Those things are badass. But it's a comic book movie, so when he has the glasses on, no one knows who he is, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Right, right. Oh, hey, it's uh, Scarecrow. It's Crane. Wow, yeah. look at that guy. Yeah, look at that. Hey, you got. We I've talked been watching about- way too much Frasier, by the way, for him to be called Doctor Crane. I couldn't <laughs> yeah. deal with it. It was driving me nuts. Oh man, I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a really good choice for the character, and I'm glad they brought him back for uh, the second one. For yeah, even yeah. though it was kind of brief and camo cameo-y. but yeah. Uh, yeah, Killian Murphy, something about that dude. Glasses or not, yeah. he's a. And we're getting uh, the final season of Peaky Blinders soon. Yeah, dude. No, really. uh, with no Helen McCrory or with yes no Helen, Helen McCrory. Yes, with some no? with some Helen McCrory. Some yeah. Helen McCrory. Oh, great. Some scenes, and I'm sure they're going to like reuse stuff that. That she filmed beforehand, and, and then like have that. a lookalike from behind get whacked. Oh, did she die <laughs> or something? Yeah. Did she die? I didn't hear about this. What was this? What happened? Oh, yeah. Helen McCrory yeah, Helen died, McCrory died uh, last, year? last year, about yeah. a year ago. I didn't know huh. about this. Why did I yeah. not know about this? Yeah, and Peaky Blinders is one of those things where it's like you you have this one level where it's just gang fights, but then you go down a level and these characters are really interesting. And I I thought her character was the most interesting character in the show. Yeah. So it feels like I don't know. It just feels like that show got ripped up, and so the, yeah, I hope they I hope they have a finale yeah. and end it because it needs to stop. Bring Tom Hardy back as the Jewish uh, um, uh, oh. guy. He's yeah. so good. No, no argument. I mean, he's that's one of. Listen, all right, Mad Max is great. <laughs> listen, I love Tom Hardy. That, that's <laughs> such a great character because you don't know. Yeah. What side oh he's yeah, on. no. Like, uh, let me yeah. tell you something controversial coming out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> Tom Hardy is not the reason to see Mad Max, I mean, he's fine in it, but you don't yeah. need a good Max in that movie. You need someone who... You need a world. You yeah. need a world, right. And he's fine in the world. He's as good as anybody could have been, but it's not the reason to see it. Um, but there are yeah. plenty of movies where he is the reason to see it. I think I like, I think The Revenant is... His role in The Revenant, which is the same year as Mad Max Fury Road, which is hilarious. Anyway, that... His... Uh, his I guess he got a supporting actor nom for that, or one for that, I think. Right. Did he win? I uh, he's, he's he's amazing the, he's in the, that. Holy shit. He's, he's the good. venom for me, being both voiced 
of him, himself and the Venom. Oh, is he the voice of Venom? Same, I didn't know he's that. He's the voice yeah. of Venom too, yeah. And it's yeah, kind of the same it. thing as uh um as Mad Max where yeah, he's he's great in it, but it's Venom that's the star of that movie. You could you can right. almost have any character playing um <laughs> oh, not Cassidy. What is uh, oh, uh, uh, uh Eddie Brock? Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock. You can almost Eddie have Brock. any character playing Eddie Brock. I don't know. Anybody? Even Topher Grace? Are right, you not sure? Topher Grace. <laughs> not Topher Grace. No. I love Topher Grace. Come I like Topher Grace, too. too. I just think he's wrong in that. In that. Yeah. yeah. I like him in other things. He's great in other stuff. <laughs> yeah. More recent things, in fact. I think Topher Grace is nothing wrong with that guy. I think he's got a plenty more to do, but yeah. one of them was dumb, and uh, they should never do that again. Uh, and, you know, we, we, we talk about we talk about how people like Killian Murphy or even like Liam Neeson, how they look and sound and they really fit a role really mm-hmm. nicely. Mm-hmm. But I can't imagine these Christopher Nolan Batman movies without Morgan Freeman as Lucius Fox. Oh, yeah. He's, he's the best. So good. It's like a miracle casting. Like anyone yeah. could have played <laughs> Earl in this movie. I'm glad they got Rucker Hauer. He was appropriately intimidating. Yeah. But anyone could have played that role. Morgan yeah. Freeman he embodies Lucius Fox for this thing. Funny you brought that up. Uh, trivia says before shooting began, writer and director Christopher Nolan invited a whole movie crew to his uh, private screening of Blade Runner, 1982's Blade Runner. After the movie, he said uh, to the whole crew, this is how we're going to make Batman. So he's going to use that as sort of their template. And then he's going to be a vampire. Funny enough, they ended up hiring uh, the freaking uh, Rugger Howard to be in this, who is famously oh, from. I love Rugger Howard as Earl. Yeah, he's yeah. a good Earl. He's a good Earl. He does a good Earl. Yeah. And he's, Earl. He is one of those actors, though. As soon as you see him on there, it's like, oh, he's going to end up being a bad guy. Yeah. Just know it. Yeah. But he's yeah. not. He's actually He's actually just a businessman. Yeah. Like he's not, he's he's not a bad a, guy businessman. Yeah. He's, he's the bad guy. Some like sneaky shit. But, uh, yeah. but when he comes first, you're fired. Yeah, but he doesn't, he, doesn't, yeah. he doesn't kill anybody, and he doesn't even really stand in Batman's way. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's, not, he's just sort of over here doing his thing. He's the pharma, he's the pharma bro of this movie. That's what he is. <laughs> <laughs> he's that Screlly guy. Uh, I had, I had yeah. trouble yeah. with the – I had a little bit of trouble with the, the black and whiteness of this Batman movie, and it's fine. It's, it's fine that there's, you know, you mean metaphorically, literally. What do you mean? Metaphorically, okay. yeah, metaphorically. Because, what did it all uh, mean? yeah, and I, I didn't <laughs> care because when they kept when they kept shoveling on the number of Waynes that were doing amazing things through history. Your great grandpa Wayne Wayne did the underground. I was like, oh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Shh, that's enough. Just back up a little bit. They're, they can't always be great philanthropists because somebody has to money, manage the money, Rugger Hauer. You got to make a deal <laughs> with the devil. You can't be rich throughout all of Wayne history mm. and never have put somebody under the boot. Yeah. You know? Well, there's some and, cool comics that deal with that very thing, the history of, of, of his family. And, and so you're not, you're not wrong to be wondering, you know, like, there's some, is there some dirt? And there absolutely is some dirt. But they're not going to get into that here, you know. Right. Like right. It's all going to be just like guilt trips to get Bruce to be more than <laughs> than what he is or whatever. I don't like petulant college age Bruce throwing yeah. his, throwing his wallet in the things, giving his jacket to the guy who plays a Russian bad guy in all other movies ever made. <laughs> the Saint, is that the man from is? the Saint. Yeah. What's his yeah. name? Um, shit. I had it written down and then I forgot to copy it over. Hold to my on. Notes, but oh I man, like my. I didn't like my Batman or Bruce Wayne being that easily influenced by every freaking character he met. It was like, <laughs> you got to 
Tom, you know, Falcone was like, you don't understand what's going on down here. And Christian Bell, Bruce Wayne character was like, oh, yeah, well, I'll show you. And, you know, he walks <laughs> off and has a little temper tantrum. And yeah. I'm like, oh, God. I like how you I did hope the there's voice. someone out there who, before this episode of Film Sack, listened to the Saint episode from like four years ago. That, that the actor's <laughs> name is Rade Serbeja. There he is. Okay. And, and yeah. man, he is so awesome. Yeah, he's prolific, Seriously, too. He's like, in just, everything. He's great. Love yeah, just dude. figure out how his name is spelled and then search it in your favorite streaming service and you're going to find a good movie. Yeah, look at this. Uh, let me just give you a taste here. Some of these amazing films that are TV shows. Uh, I know he was a Russian dude in the final or close to final season of 24 and he was very good in that. Uh, Taken 2, he was the main bad guy. He was great in that. Well, there's a movie. that. Hey, and Liam Neeson and him getting back together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, I, I know a guy. Yeah. Uh, quarantine, cool movie, horror movie. He was good in that. He's good in everything. That guy's good. Ooh, have we ever done quarantine? That's one mm-hmm. No, we should do quarantine. Quarantine, quarantine. We almost. I think we did almost do this. It was, but it started near the beginning of the pandemic, and I think yeah. we decided against it because, well, like, oh, too real. We shouldn't too have because it's zombies. It's not a. It's not the same as this. Yeah. But but the, what I like about it's oh, Jennifer yeah, Contagion. I guess would be the tougher one to yeah, do. Maybe. Yeah. This Maybe one was, this is, uh, what's what's her name from Dexter? I can't think of her name. Uh, uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Carpenter. Carpenter. She's in it. And uh, sh- this movie's not afraid to kill everybody you think you yeah. like. It's really good. I like I was, a lot. I was mad that in this movie that they killed Ken Watanabe. I, I, they, 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 he was totally underused. One of the best. Yeah, but he's a nobody. Best. Yeah, I know, and that's what makes me sad. They shouldn't have cast him as a nobody. Yeah, but he got he got hired for know. the very next. Or he got hired for insert. Uh, what the hell is it called? Inception. 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 <laughs> yeah, because because no, it says uh, in, according to this, and Nolan really enjoyed hanging around him and was fascinated by him. Was like, you and know what? Maybe I want I'm him back. reading it wrong. But you're probably right. I, this is probably earlier Watanabe than I was familiar with. And so I'm like retconning the whole thing. I'm like, why do they make better use of Watanabe? Watanabe. And and, and he he represents the the twist, like one of the few twists in this movie. This movie is very straightforward. But like he he represents the realization that Henri Ducard is not Henri Ducard, right? That he's actually Ra's al Ghul. And and the first time I saw it, I remember I bought in. I was a hundred percent in on Ra's al Ghul being Ken Watanabe, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he it looks so, like him from the comics, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was so weird that he had a spokes guy. Like I remember the first yeah, time right. I'm watching this, going, right. "Man, Liam Neeson's great," but it's this is weird. And then and then when you find out he's actually Ra's al Ghul, you're like, "Oh yeah, you can never have that again. You never get to have that. You can never that feeling never get again, to have that again." Oh my gosh, he's making a show I can't wait to hear more about. Check this out. He's go- okay. This is in production right now. Ten episode run coming. I don't know to where. Ken Watanabe plays somebody called Hiruto Katagiri. Anyway, the the show's called Tokyo Vice. A Western journalist oh. working for a publication in Tokyo takes on one of the city's most so powerful bad. crime bosses. Dude, Yakuza yeah. bullshit and all that. <laughs> yeah. Anz, Ansel Elgort. Yeah. Uh, you got your uh, your uh, isn't that um, solo? Sure, solo. Yeah, that's a solo, right? No, wait. Is yeah, isn't Ansel Elgort your? Oh no, he's the one we all think should have been. Oh right, right. right. <laughs> he's your baby. He's your baby driver. Yeah, he's the oh, one that hilarious. looks just like him. He's the baby driver, right? right. Yes. And the yeah. fault, the fault in your stars and your 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 divergence and insurgence. West Side Story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah Say yeah. you're again. Say you're again. Yeah. <laughs> I, come on, I dare you. I want him. I want this show. I want this. 
Are you kidding? A crime drama with yeah. Ken Watanabe in charge of the police I'm, thing? I'm loving it. What yeah. about a Gary Oldman to play that part? I mean, Gary he Oldman could do played, anything. He was, that's what Christopher Nolan for, wanted. He wanted uh, Oldman to play Ra's al Ghul mm. in Batman Begins. Really? It's got to be... It's got to be weird when you start getting mail from AARP and your last name is Old Man. <laughs> yeah, your name's Old Man. You start getting AARP yeah. emails like years before you turn 50 for him. Oh, yeah. They just yeah, you know. do. He's great, dude. Man, what a. That's so funny because I look back at some of my favorite movie moments and a lot of them involve Gary Oldman. Like, yeah, he's fantastic. The, the things about, you know, Serious Black. Yeah. Uh, Fifth Element. Vicious. Yeah, Fifth, Fifth Element, Element oh, yeah. freaking The Professional. Still one of the best villains ever in The Professional, which we really need to watch on here. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, True Romance. Yep, Book of Eli, another great bad guy role. Oh, yeah. He's just yeah, great. He's just great. And, and he's where, in, was you know, he, where was he in the Harry Potter reunion? He I was there. I <laughs> no, but the, the Harry Potter reunion was like really super focused on uh, some of the actors, and then actors like him, eh. Well, I mean, he was, like, was he was there. He just was, uh, I don't know. I mean, I bet they felt lucky to even get him there for five minutes because he's Mr. Oscar man now. You know, he's like a huge deal and probably didn't have, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say. But here he was there. I saw him. He looked all old. He looked old. <laughs> he looked old like man. Old. He's old man. <laughs> he looked old man. Yeah, he was born in 58. <clears throat> that makes him 60 something. And uh, <clears throat> he's just great. We love that guy. Yeah. He can uh, kind of do. Not much no wrong. wrong. Yeah. I'm trying to think of something I, I didn't like him in. He's great. And look, that Bram Stoker's Dracula. What do you remember about that? That weird ass hair. That's who you remember. Yeah, right? The weird bun. Yeah. 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 What do you remember also weird, about? So weird hair in Fifth Element. What's going on with that? Why is the weird yeah, hair? Weird hair in uh, True Romance. He's got dreadlocks for some reason. No kidding. What uh, The Tinker Taylor story, spy soldier story. <laughs> what was that called? Tinker yeah, Taylor soldier things. spy. Yeah. Amazing in that. It. That was ten yeah. years ago. Holy shit! All right. Yeah. Uh, Finkel Einhorn. What is Einhorn. it called? Finkel, Finkel and Einhorn. It's Einhorn movie, and Finkel. Tink, Tinker. Tinker. Tinker, ti- Tinker, Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. Right? Tinker Thank you. Thank Taylor you. Soldier Spy. There, there you Got go. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Understood. Yeah. And then darkest, I, the darkest hole. Winston Churchill. Right. Oh no, darkest hour. <laughs> Sorry. I, I I did notice that Jack Gleason was in oh, this yeah. movie. Little I didn't, Joffrey. you know, yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't have known that. I would not have flipped that around because I, you know, I hadn't yet seen Game of Thrones. But yeah, I was like, hey, that's right. Jack Gleason. Oh yeah, back then we Joffrey didn't know that. Boy, we didn't know turd. that kid. But, what, yeah. what must it yeah. be like to be that recognizable? Like from a yeah. little, he's like seven years old, mm-hmm. and he looks exactly like a. Uh, Joffrey, like it just is. Well, he's five. He's what five years from that role? Uh, Let me think. Oh, five. Yeah, because 2011 is when that show premiered. So five, six years from then. So he'd have been what twelve? And and done such a fantastic job that I literally hate Jack Gleason. I literally, when I see him, I'm like, oh, I hate that guy. I hate. Is this an actor? But done such a good job. But now he's out. Right? He's he. He's taking a break from acting. Yeah, he quit after completely. Game of Thrones. Had a little, couple little other things, but basically, he was just like, "Yeah, I'm going to go finish yeah. college and just chill." And yeah, I've already, I've been yeah. doing this since I was two, apparently. So I'm out. Yeah, I mean, he's a kind of, he's got a great little kid face for movies. I think he probably just, I don't know, maybe, maybe the Joffrey role was so freaking evil and horrid that he just yeah. didn't want to get typecast. So he's like, I'm hard. getting out of this for Yeah, a exactly. Like, it's probably hard for him to get something that's like, no, I really want to play the love interest. Come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like Whatever, the, jo- it's, Whatever, Joffrey. It's like the, the, same time, the Malfoy kid the looks a lot time, better these days. I mean, yeah. 
once again, if you look this evil, like if you, if you're, you know, like you're a professional evil, someone who professionally looks evil, like you can make a living at it. You should go make some money. Like go make some money doing it. Do it. He still can. He's got plenty of time. He'll be all right. Oh yeah. I'm worried about that. Take a break. Yeah. I, when I I first read that announcement, that sounded like somebody who's got it together and knew what he wanted to do. And I, yeah, I can't deny that. Good on them. What they want. Good on anybody who leaves Hollywood to do something you know right. we, yeah. we really hold machine. acting yeah we really hold acting and fame in a really high regard and especially in america and yeah. we we just it just blows our mind that anybody would walk away from that and it's like psh, it's like why do no. we do that i don't know why people do let people do walk what they're away. gonna do walk away just walk away just we walk just want away. the gas just walk away nice throwback um all right hey check this out tim burton and michael keaton director and star of batman 1989 and batman returns 92 both stated they were impressed by this movie Oh, very impressive. I wish we had a thought of that. Yeah, this is great. We really are impressed with what you've done, Mr. Nolan. (laughs) My favorite trivia by far about this movie is the following, and this is the exact words. Although Christian Bale performed many of his own stunts, he wasn't allowed anywhere near the Batmobile. I love that. Uh, I don't blame him. (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) Was he like, let me drive. We're not letting you drive, Christian. Right. And then he really, goes, oh, good for you. <laughs> good for I was really annoyed with the uh, with the Batman Batmobile transformation, hug the engine so you can do special it's, things. I was right. it didn't really seem annoyed necessary. this time. It felt unnecessary, right? Like <laughs> if I just if I'm just jumping onto this other parking garage or jumping onto this yeah. roof of this parking garage, why do I need to get so low? Like right. can, is there like a periscope those... down here? Mm-hmm. Right. right. I was like, oh God. Well, I do so I do like that it was a vehicle um, a mach- or a vehicle that they were building to make for the military and it was to lay bridges yeah. and you know all these other functions and then him deciding well i'm going to make it black and make it the batmobile i think that might be my favorite batmobile origin or at least in a modern origin story or the actual batmobile my favorite i'm sorry let's get into it Batmobile, Tim, just yeah. No, Tim that Burton's thing's ridiculous. It looks like I looked right. at it recently. Like it was, uh, they they it's showed trash. the uh, they showed <laughs> some Batman stuff at the Tim Burton symphony right. thing that I went and saw, and they showed video from the first Batman, which was great because it was like the day after I watched Batman Begins. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that thing just looks like it's all fiberglass, and if it, you it sit it on it, wrong, it'll are, fall apart. It yeah. bounces around. It has no weight to it, <laughs> no, unlike this one. Exactly. Yeah. I yeah. It's like it. a parade float, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and this one, this one is all tires. Like the tires yeah. are massive. It, it, it feels like some somebody came along and said, "All right, we need a new Batmobile." And we have these tires from like some earth excavator that we've right. been wanting to use. Like, mm-hmm. just, yeah, let's build the Batmobile around those, these six foot tall tires. Go. Yeah. And I mean, the, it, uh, it, and the, and the effects people who got to do all the sound effects for that thing really had a good time. Cause it was just constantly coming around corners and stuff. It know. was amazing. I just, I just like the one I just put in our chat is kind of the, yeah. the Burton era. That was, was that, that was later. That was, uh, that may have been, that what's was, his name? Um, they right, go, uh, nipple man, Schumacher. Schumacher. That was yeah. I, I can see Clooney riding around in that one. Yeah, I'm trying to find one that was. I can't find it. Well, anyway, the the what I like. Oh, you know what? The Burton one was one with the big nipple in the front. 
Um, yes, right. Yes. <laughs> oddly yeah, enough, absolutely... he put the right. nipples in the car. Yeah. yeah, that's absolutely the Schumacher one. Yeah. There it is. Here, I'll yeah. I'll send that in there. But that so okay. So those those are just impractical. There's nothing about these yeah. that's a practical absolutely. device. Whereas the tumbler at least looks like all right. We got to get somewhere and do it in a rough way and 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 it's we gonna have to, you know we have to drive through a wall yeah Go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the tumbler yeah. seems like it could do that now this new this new thing pattinson's driving is like a cool fastback looking 70s hot rod muscle car now that i'm, I'm kind of into that. it yeah i'm kind of into it i want to see how they i like handle it but i know. like not as rich batman i yeah. like you know just you know, practical Batman. Batman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or Batman so upper, with taste. Upper class Batman. Yeah, just Batman with some taste. Like, yeah, sure. not yeah. this shitty whatever the shit this is. And and then you know, if you want to go all the way back to like the TV show, there's one in our chat. I mean, what the were they thinking? That's so dumb. Yeah, this shouldn't. Oh, even, I love that one. Oh, it has no. It has I, no I top. Think of a Batmobile that I don't like. It has no top. All the Riddler has to do is fly over and drop a question bomb on you or whatever but he's going to do. But it has <laughs> it has it has a siren on it and a light. Yeah, who would who would who would have a, uh, a a water gun full of poison that they could just hit you in the face with because you don't have a top? <laughs> right, who's a villain with Riddler, a water gun? Probably, yeah, Riddler. Riddler. It was all about the water yeah. stuff, right? Oh my God, Joker. I love that beetle beetle Batman. I know, is that cool? Batman beetle <laughs> mobile. Now, I I will admit, if I was to choose, I would probably take the camo version of the tumbler over the black one. But that's just me. I just thought the I, camo. I like cool. the black the black one. I thought it was pretty smooth. Yeah, but as as Batmobiles go, I remember it being very controversial at the time when they first showed pictures of it. People are like, "What? That's not the Batmobile." And I just thought, "Right, well, what well, is the Batmobile be- anyway? Like, it's never, it it's never that cool. Like, it's impossible. It's a giant gadget car. Like, what are you going to yeah. do to impress me anymore? You know? <laughs> I but, liked it. I really, I really, I really dug it, and the sound effects really do bring it home to make it this this uh, series of. Batmobile. Oh, look at this. I just, sorry, I found an article you guys might enjoy. Forbes magazine has ranked all Batmobiles. Okay. I'm going to oh, tell you. Well, Forbes oh, magazine well, as says. long as they've ranked them, then I feel like those, right. that'll absolutely be my choice. This will be you your know, picks. You know, yeah. Forbes is just a blog, right? So yeah, yeah, some yeah. guy. Yeah, it's a guy. <laughs> some guy. Larry Forbes. Post. Yeah, it's Larry Forbes. And he says this. <laughs> Larry Forbes. Number seven, Batman Forever's the, Kil- the Kilmer Mobile is the one that he put as number seven. Yeah. It's the least good. Uh, number oh, six, really? yeah, says number six is the Batman and Robin Clooney mobile from 97. I think that thing looks ridiculous, too. Uh, then number five, the Tumblr. So they didn't oh, rank that very wow. high. Then we got Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice and Suicide Squad, the Batfleck mobile. Oh, that one yeah, is good. that Batfleck is a really good one. It's pretty uh, cool. It's a nice combination. Yeah. The two. One, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, then they've got Batman Mask of the Phantasm from the animated movie in 93. That is a pretty cool car, but not very practical. Number two, the original and not real Adam West thing. And number one, 89 Batman Returns, that ugly thing with yes. the nipple in the middle. I disagree. Wow. Dang Skippy. It makes the most sense. No, it doesn't. It sucks. It's a big, it's just a big giant rocket and he put some stuff around it. It's like a thing Tim Burton will be buried it's in. A, it's a jet engine yeah. and then you wrapped a car around it. Yeah, that's true. That is what that is, right? It's a rotary, rotary jet. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. 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 Well, you I can see on the front cool. of an SR 71 or something. Right. Yeah. Get a little when scoop. you're Batman, you absolutely have to get there immediately. If they don't bury Tim Burton's decaying corpse in that, then we have done a mistake. <laughs> you know, we've done a mistake. Put that. Have put we that done a mistake? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's amazing. All right, this is great. An unforeseen problem with the Ninja Training Academy. 
was that Liam Neeson towered over the rest of the men. This was swiftly solved yeah. by putting most of the ninjas on wooden blocks. So they, wooden blocks? They made them stand it. up. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, good. It's like They're a, all it's, clopping around. Yeah. Clop, 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 clop. It's, this movie has a lot of things that seem important, but then they don't go anywhere. Mm. And so like one of them is when Lee, when Liam Neeson decides that he's going to uh, he's going to give Batman a not Bruce Wayne a bad trip and then uh, fight oh, yeah, you have to yeah. fight everybody and you're not gonna you have to fight me but you're not gonna know which one I am because I'm gonna pull down a mask and hide back here in the crowd like it was like okay but what what is you have to how does he win? Does he have to, what's yeah. the deal? What are the rules here? Mm-hmm. Like it was, there were, it was like a, such a <laughs> strange no, thing. There are no rules to Ninja Twister. <laughs> Ninja, <laughs> Twister. Ninja Twister. Okay. All right. Thank you. <laughs> That's exactly what that freaking was. Oh my gosh. Yeah. There was no point to that. And just giving him a little bit of the drug for why, what, what did that do? I know. And I was like, so that we could establish that that was a thing. And it was a clue that Raza Ghul was involved with, uh, with the whole thing so i mean i don't know yeah Rans. no that's true you give him a tiny dose well he did explained it later it was like a tiny dose yeah. compared to this thing they were about to unleash on the city and they weaponized it oh my god best, they said they weaponized it well, one more time i was gonna punch him in the face every <laughs> time every time somebody saw something out of the eyes of somebody who was affected by the spray my favorite i think was when he he turned it on uh oh on crane and the yeah, and then coming that, out yeah, of uh, dude. Oh. Batman's mouth, and it wasn't even oh, like a so cowl; cool. it was one solid like demon head, and yeah, yeah. that was badass. Oh, <laughs> so bad. good! Yeah, I love that. Stuff. Again, once again, it doesn't go anywhere. You're expecting to see something like that when uh, Rachel Dawes is tripping, yeah. and there's yeah. not she doesn't see anything. It was <laughs> that made me so sad because they didn't take advantage of that at all. First of all, it's a panic-inducing uh, chemical agent, and so. She's on the wildest, scariest ride of her life in the Batmobile. In the tumbler, riding, yeah. yeah, on the tumbler, riding the riding the roofs of Gotham, and I'm like, we should be seeing some, you know, some funky stuff right now. And they never <laughs> she really played see into the it. Trees dance on the side. Yeah. And- yeah, and when she looked at him, and he's saying, he's saying, you know, just be calm, everything will be okay. It should be him going, be calm, be calm. Yeah, but they didn't. They but, didn't take advantage of that. That yeah. kind of disappointed me. Instead, they took that time to transform the the tumbler so that he could go hug the engine and do whatever right. he does to right. make it jump, tickle the engine. I suppose at <laughs> the same time. At the same time, I remember seeing this the first time and being really thrilled by it. Like I remember seeing oh, yeah. that whole the whole idea of designer drugs being being like you know a a real thing in this universe because like this was before like web 2.0 and you know this was before everybody got their hands on some bitcoin and start like you you found out oh the world is full of designer drugs that people are selling to each other over the internet in every possible way like that it was it was something new and and interesting at the time Mm, is what i'm saying yeah but i did like the fact that nolan went with the age-old Poison the water supply, Batman yeah, story. Right. I was I was kind of pleased with that. I'm like, oh look, they're gonna poison the water. It supply. is the hand wringing, uh, go one of the one of the go tos in the, uh, yeah. the hand wringing supervillain yeah, playbook. All, all, all comics, right? Like, yeah. The only the only thing that's more prevalent is you're gonna uh, buy all of the island and. <laughs> And somehow that makes you the best supervillain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. They, they again. It's hard. It's hard going with with your your Ra's al Ghul combo with uh, uh, with the um, with the Scarecrow, and when yeah. you know that you're just holding on to things like Riddler and Joker and Penguin and you know other possible other possible or Bane for that matter. I think- 
Yeah, Tim Burton so personified that up until this point that they had to go in a different direction, right? They couldn't they couldn't address the penguin. It would just look ridiculous. I mean, how do you follow up after Danny DeVito? Yeah, you no, gotta, I agree. You well, well, you make you make sure you never make that mistake again. It's the first thing you do. Right. You don't ever right. make you never make the mistake of having Danny Every, DeVito in your I movie. I mean, the again. penguin's gonna look ridiculously boring after, you know, Danny DeVito's which is fine. Covered. Look how look how um how much better we like Heath Ledger's Joker after seeing the garish yeah. uh Jack Nicholson. Joker. I is is but it's hard to say because I like both of them. I I can't I don't go, oh well Heath Ledger was so much better. I, I like I every go, Joker they've ever done except for that new one. The old school I like them Romero. all. Oh, Even, really? The Leto one? You I don't like? like the Jared Leto's Joker at all. Oh, I don't either. Really? I like that I one. Don't, I don't mind the Jared, Le- the they, Jared Leto one, but Jack Nicholson was too big and fat. You want a wiry, thin <laughs> Joker, and Jared Leto is a wiry, thin Joker. Yeah, and I and I realized at some point that I really liked the Caesar Alpha Romeo Joker. Yeah, yeah. Caesar yeah. Alpa Romeo. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. He's I always forget. Right? I can never remember his stupid name Joker. because it's all over the, the one, place. It's the yeah. one you can see his mustache through his makeup. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm not yeah. shaving it. I'm not shaving it. Yeah, That's he was like, part. he refused. He's like, look, you want me to be Joker? Then I'm keeping my mustache just cake exactly. on the makeup. But no, like, how am I supposed Henry to attract Cavill? young young children if I don't <laughs> if I shave this? Exactly. But <laughs> even like you know, like the most recent Joker thing with uh, with uh, what's his beak River or uh, River Phoenix's brother uh, uh, Andre <laughs> Phoenix. What's his name? <laughs> Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix. No, he's talking about the Joker oh, Joaquin movie. Phoenix, the Joker movie. Yeah, the Joker <laughs> movie. He, uh, he's talking about the, veget- the vegetarian uh, Joker. Yeah, the but vegetarian Joker. He, he, even he knew he had to get all thin and weird looking to yeah. to do it properly. I, I'm with Ibbitt on this. I don't. I've never. I don't hate Jack Nicholson's performance, but what I always felt like I was watching, even when I first saw that, was just Jack Nicholson doing cosplay. It didn't right, never right. felt like a I mean, character. He he took it as a you know as a big mob boss who fell in some chemicals, messed up his face, puts makeup <laughs> on it. Exactly <laughs> that laugh. Even that is just wrong because he would do a lot of hoo hoo right. That's right out of the Caesar Romero. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, true. Yeah, that he was probably yeah. angling or not. Well, he's probably because, but up until that channel, point. Channel, yeah, that yeah. was yeah. Up until <laughs> that point, angling. that was that was the one you had to point to, right? Yeah. He so was, was he was, was his, his Joker. Yeah, if you if Jack yeah. Nicholson had a Joker, it was Caesar Romero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just I, saw it. So I watched. I don't know if you guys knew this, but uh, little little shop of horrors, the original '60s one, early '60s, yeah, okay. 1960, yeah, I think, yeah. is out of. Uh, it's in the public domain. It 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 was not. Oh, co- I, I saw you watching that on Adventure Club, and I was like, oh, that's an interesting thing for him to pick to watch. But yeah, now it makes yeah. sense. That's why I picked it. <laughs> it's because I can't get in trouble for it, but. Uh, yeah. Jack Roger Nicholson's Corman, in that right? damn thing. Yeah, it's a Corman film. Um, oh no, wait. Yeah, Is yeah, it? yeah. And that's Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson's right. in it. Um, and yeah. he's about ten. It feels like. And he's. And I thought right. I thought it was a Roger Corman, but he's he Jack is Nicholson is the uh, Bill Murray character from the '86 remake. Does he also? Okay, so this is where I admit something that I thought I'd seen and haven't. I thought I'd seen the Rick Moranis, Steve Martin, mm. blah, blah, blah thing, and I you never have, have yeah. seen it. I have oh, no idea God. why not or why I think I did. I think I saw scenes. Ooh. It's just like a weird yeah. memory for me. So we ought to maybe I, do be, that one. It'd be That'd interesting be to this. see that. Oh, that would be so interesting to see that for the first time this far down the road. I, I'd be curious to know I, your thoughts on that. Yeah, I was able to snag a 
the the copy the DVD that they pulled of Little Shop of Horrors when um uh what's his face puppeteer uh guy the director of that God why can't I remember his name uh anyway pulled it because yeah. of uh they didn't want that ending to be out and so I still have a copy of the Little Shop oh, of Horrors got- DVD oh, that they recalled nice. because they didn't want that ending what out, was the, the ending original ending is the original ending controversial or something or, or just- yeah audience test audiences hated it it was basically um, Audrey two taking over the world. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. That, oh, that I, that's it. Just always cracks me up because like, oh, that was the part they went too far. Come on, people. Come on. <laughs> Is there wasn't me... Ellen Green's boobs constantly being pushed out of her top or anything right. like yeah, that? No that was the... Well, let me let me ask you this. So in the in the yeah. old 61, 1961, the um, there was a guy that came in played by Dick Miller. We talk about him all the time from uh, like uh, uh, Gremlins, right? Wasn't he the somebody's dad oh, okay. in Gremlins? Yep. Not the main uh, dad, but. It? Okay. Uh, whatever. The, the, you know Nick Miller if you saw him. He's yeah. a great character actor. Just died like not long ago. Anyway, uh, he's in it, and he eats flower. He comes in, just eats oh. flowers. Is that a character in the '86 one too? <laughs> no, <laughs> I can't no. think of. That's okay. funny. No, I can't. And think he's of, uh... and in Gremlins, he's the uh, he's just the retired vet. He's not anybody's. Okay, he's nobody's dad. As as <laughs> he's Frank, nobody's God, dad. why couldn't I remember freaking Frank Oz? So Frank Oz is the director oh. of the one. Oh, yeah. Frank yeah. Oz. May I really? Yeah, yeah, that is yeah. a puppeteer, and I couldn't, I didn't know that. Okay, well, can we watch yeah. that for film sack? Can yeah. we get that on there. I would yeah. love yeah, to watch I've it. I've also never seen it. Oh, good. Oh, really? Wow. That's, that's fascinating. Oh, good. Cool. I'm always surprised that uh, when so, usually way, I'm, I'm all surprised by something morning, like this, yeah. but well, I don't care. I'm fine with that. All right, I don't mind musicals, um, especially you know this one's just it's hallow. Everyone loves it. Like everyone tells yeah. me, oh, that '86 movie—it's a classic. I did love and- it. I, uh, I got—I uh, won an award in the Jefferson County School District for my <laughs> critical review of *Little what? Shop of Horrors* back wow. in the '80s. Do you yeah. still have that review? Because I would love for you to read that as your intro. Yeah. Well, oh dude. my god! You know what? I might <laughs> I actually might track was, that so down. I, yeah, I did it as a two-person review where I was arguing for it and somebody else was arguing against it. It is uh, not streaming. It's rentable on all the platforms, but not streaming. Okay. Yeah. Keep an eye I, on I it. Think, I think it's, uh, yeah, we'll find access yeah, to it. We'll get, well, I mean, I, you know, yeah. whether, I, it's always best if it's streaming, but if we came down to it and we can never seem to how find it there. Get, how did we get here from Batman? Begins? I don't know. Uh, oh, Jack uh, Nicholson, Jack Joker. Nicholson. Joker. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah, Joker. Jack. But you Nicholson. did Jack Nicholson. Yeah, yeah. it's his fault. Hey, Joker. Uh, something in my notes that I want to ask: Is this the only movie's origin story that kind of makes the parents' death a little bit Bruce Wayne's fault? Oh yeah, big <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, kid, yeah. you had a panic attack. We gotta go. Oh no, your parents are dead. It's your damn fault." Yeah. As much if, as he kept saying, they all left at the same time as all the rest of the uh-huh. patrons, mm-hmm. instead of going out like you wanted. Yeah. No, I, I, the fact that he was like later in the movie trying to make up for how guilty he felt about it, and then right, you know, uh, Michael Caine had to keep reassuring him it was never his fault. But you know what? Right, it is his damn fault. Was. Yeah. Well, yeah. his dad said, worse. "His dad said, let's go through the exit through the alley." I mean, they could have gone yeah. out the front door. It it, it really was his yeah, dad's why fault. Why didn't they go I out mean, the front? It, why didn't at they? the end of the day? It really was his dad's fault. Okay, well, do, Br- yeah. what's his name? Howard Wayne. What is it? Uh, Thomas it, Thomas Wayne. Wayne. I always Thomas think Wayne. of Martha. I'm thinking of Howard Clark or uh, Howard uh, Stark as Howard Hughes. Oh, Howard Stark, sure. Yeah, but he he it is his fault. Go out the front door like a normal person. What was the problem right. there? Exactly. Yeah, go out the back alley. Also, is this the first one where Martha never said a word? Did she say anything in this? 
His mom? Uh, I don't know. Okay. She, only I one that they talked on the train, didn't she, they? No. She, but you could hear you could hear her talking, but there was nothing prominent where you could hear it in the foreground. Oh, interesting. Always, okay. Wow. Yeah, okay. Because it like she yeah. like when when he brings in uh, little Bruce with a broken bone, she asks right. if it's going to be okay or something. But it's yeah. just, like I don't, I don't know, man. To this, uh, who are our screenwriters here? They just they just don't want women talking in this movie. Goyer, <laughs> Goyer's. Uh, I mean, what do we know Goyer from? Other things, right? Like um, he's famous for something else that I should know. Hold on, let me just search. Okay, David S. Goyer, writer extraordinaire. Here we go. Oh, he wrote Dark City, which I love, so no no complaint oh, there. Yeah. Dark City's great. Uh, Bat- oh, he wrote the new Batman versus Superman movie, which is very bad. He Did wrote Dark Knight, which is good. He wrote Flash Forward. Don't know what that is. And he wrote... Oh, he's writing 11 of those Sandman episodes coming up. Oh, okay. But he also wrote a, a bunch of Foundation, which really petered out for me. I wanted uh, that to be good. We I said Peter I a lot. Was so this excited! <laughs> a lot of petering out. Yeah. I was really excited about that uh, about Foundation, and I keep hearing the same thing: like, yeah, could have been so much Ooh, better. It was great right up until like suddenly, in in like fifth or sixth episode, suddenly it just got weird and dumb. Wow. And I don't know what happened. I feel like maybe the pandemic happened. They were filming it, and they put it on pause during production. The like big, it may yeah. literally be just that effect, and you just can feel it. But. It was like, like really compelling, 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 and then episode five, we're like, oh, this is all off the rails. I'm out. Like, and I haven't felt that way about a show in a long time. Really bummed me out. But whatever. They're doing a second season. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll fix itself. I don't. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wrote The Crow, also, by the way. Okay. Uh, and Kickboxer mm. Two, and uh, all kinds of cool shit. Blade Two. You know, Blade, Blade you know Trinity. who I loved in this movie. Mm. Uh, the guy who we welcomed uh, to uh, welcome Bruce Wayne to hell, his name is uh, actor Turbo Kong. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. He was the, he, he was the giant in prison. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Big All right. Okay. He was born in Hong Kong as Cam Wing Kong and took on the name <laughs> Turbo Kong. Hold Turbo on, Kong. is that really? That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Turbo Kong. My first yes. name should be Turbo. Yeah. Do you guys notice yeah. Mark Boone Jr. as as a uh, Lieutenant Flass? He was the bearded guy that got hung yeah. upside down. He's yeah, we, we, we talked about him earlier. Well, uh, the, the guy is just yeah. uh, like he just looks like he they he came straight from filming uh, Dances with Wolves. Like yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah like, there's just no other look for this guy. Yeah, he doesn't know Jonathan what else to Barber. do. Here, he's my gross moment. Let me play this for you. Gross. What was it about him? You guys think maybe gross me out? What do you think there? Just as no, that beard, sweaty, I don't know. Uh, sweaty, beardy. <laughs> you guys didn't notice what I did then. So when Apparently they, not, so no. when Batman pulls him up on the string and is threatening yeah, right, him right. and going, "Tell me what the whatever," his, <laughs> he had one of those uh, Ted Cruz mouth boogers going. Oh, okay, like okay. a little, <laughs> little, little white hunk of something, little crusty white stuff on the sides of his mouth. Yeah, and it's like okay. a little hunk that was like on his lip or whatever. Now, unlike Ted Cruz, who famously ate his during the debate, um, <laughs> it's the most foul thing ever. Uh, his just sort of hung there, and then when he dropped him, it went away. But um, yeah, it grossed me out. Not in, yeah. not into that. There was a couple of times. Okay, so Batman. The okay, so there's when they're when they're casting Batman. The first thing they say is, "Does he have a strong chin?" Yeah. He's got to have a yeah, chin because right. Batman sure. is a chin. Uh, and Christian Bell did something that, you know, is always controversial. And that's whenever, whenever the character is Batman, they go, 
armed black man, and they have to do right. their deep Change voice the thing. Voice. Yeah. Unfortunately, Christian Bell has to do it by dropping his chin down into his into his throat, <laughs> and so he got Batman double chin over here going armed black man. I'm like, okay, but you're losing your chin, bruh. Don't mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of your thing. That yeah. Chin. His, yeah, you gotta, you gotta uh, their, keep your chin strong. I still say the most regrettable thing about the Christian Bale movies is their choice to have him just try to be a different voice and him doing it in front of people who know who he is, like yeah, doing it yeah. in front of Alfred or doing it in front of Rachel or Rachel or whatever. Yeah. It's like, you guys, they know who you are. You can just be Christian Bale yeah. talking just because you have the cowl on. There's nothing making you do that stupid guttural voice. So yeah. here's the only time the Ben Affleck character gets any love from me. The voice modulator in those movies is a cool idea and very Batman. It's something Batman would do. It makes sense canonically. It sounded badass. It's totally the way to do it. And this this is Tobey Maguire with like organic web shooters. Organic webs. Yeah, Yeah. right. Don't do it. They went that direction. Yeah. And if you're good at it, like Michael Keaton could get get down there, you know, and kind of do it. Yeah. But I don't think Christian Bale, it's just bad. It's just <laughs> shitty. Right. And then at the beginning uh, of the third movie, it's it's so bad that you don't know what he's saying. Yeah, it's horrible. I, like you, have, you have no idea what I feel like he's playing are. a joke on us I, at that point, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I had, I, had, I had a debate. I had a debate, closed captures or not, and I went closed caption on this one this time. Yeah. There was just too many times where he was like, <laughs> I, like when he was in the prison fighting Turbo Kong. <laughs> and Turbo Kong says, you know, I'm, I'm the devil. And uh, by the way, foreshadowing. And uh, and I was like, okay. And then 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 Christian Bell said something. I'm like, I didn't hear that. I don't know what he just said. Your <laughs> you practice, I think, is what. On. I know. It's such a, I mean, I feel like it's just a thing of getting old. It's like I kind of want to have closed captioning on all the time. <laughs> no, we've, we've talked about this. I mean, Christopher Nolan is is making an artistic decision. And lots and lots of people have followed. But this is the turning point. This is a time when, before this, movies uh, have actors who speak like they're on a stage and they're very, very clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And yeah. and we are now getting into the time of films where the filmmaker wants it to sound gritty. There's times they really don't care if you understand what's being said. Like they literally don't care. That's their their art. They're, right. They're making something that's supposed to like freaking the movie Memento or Insomnia is a better example. You're supposed to you're supposed to be exhausted and and just you can't possibly understand every little thing it's like, like the that's, evolution that's what they want yeah it's like the evolution of rap rap used to be a do 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 ba do ba do ba ba do and you could understand every freaking word they said and these days it's just like mumble 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 you know a lot of mumbles i love that you have yeah. that on the ready right <laughs> i love that that backtrack to that 50 cent song is one of my favorite thing in the world yeah oh it's so good listen, listen, listen. Uh, go, go shorty go and that one's all instrumental but i love it Anyway, um, hey, there were 27 bodies in this thing. Body count 27. Uh, that's unusual yeah, for a PG-13. Yeah, he did not mind killing a cop or two. Huh. Mm, interesting. Not this bad man. Well, he didn't seem yeah. to... They never implied that he killed killed him. He just... I don't know. He, he killed, certainly, killed didn't, certainly didn't stop when he thought that they he might be made, blowing up the police cars behind the tumbler that were chasing yeah, him. Yeah. them. Yeah. Some of that stuff was I, just like, like death so, by uh, ignorance or something. You know? I was so annoyed when he turned the bat lights off and they're like, oh, oh, where'd he go? Where'd he go? <laughs> it's a stealth ghost car. Mode. Yeah. yeah. So what do you mean stealth mode? How is that? What? Yeah. It's a car on the highway. What, right. what does this mean? We have yeah. a helicopter with a light on it. 
and yeah. suddenly it's like, oh, now it doesn't work. Okay, yeah, what happened? it is weird. Yeah. They they did remind me of that Simpsons episode where they're following Homer and and Chief Wiggum are following somebody, and suddenly they turn their lights off, and Wiggum goes. Yeah. <gasps> it's a ghost car. And I just think that's the <laughs> funniest thing. And it's all I could think about during that scene. So nicely done. Uh, the name Batman is only said 10 times through the movie. It's a fun trivia there for you. 10 times. Wow. Yep. And about five of them, it's the Batman and about right. five times. It's just Batman. And I would like them to pick a lane. Cause I need to yeah. know yeah. whether he is, a, he is a Batman or the Batman, please. And, right. and yeah. no payoff to the, no payoff at all to the Batman mask. 10,000, versions of it they was like oh, right. or ten thousand copies have a of lot it. of spares mm-hmm. yeah i'm like where's he putting those at yeah right uh, bad storage bad storage <laughs> what by the I way what the like hell the- was that play can you guys tell me what that play was oh yeah that's oh, what i was we re- referring to at, at the top of the show it's a you know it's the the the, the faustian legend of faust is that what that know, is right. deal with, the, with the devil and, i mean it wasn't dante's inferno, no it wasn't dante's was inferno what, even though they yeah. refer to levels so many times in this yeah. film yeah. it will just freaking drive you nuts okay but yeah i just wondered if it was meant to just be like oh we don't know what the play is but it got people look like was, bats in it so it was know. it was it was trying to set up the whole story mm. so uh, opera they, is yeah the opera is uh mephistophele yeah Mephistophele. And, uh, okay. Mephistophele is how I say it, but Fele if you want. <laughs> Mephistophele. Uh-huh. What's that about? Um, Mephisto, the devil? It's about it's, the it's devil. Faust, it's a Faustian opera where where you uh where where he makes a deal with the devil. He's basically a rich guy uh looking for something more. And so he makes a deal with the devil and he has to re uh, you know it's it's basically this movie. <laughs> so it's a, I mean, it's a relatively new opera. It was it was the only opera that was written and completed by a composer named Arrigo Buito. Yeah. And this uh, is like late 1860s, like 1868 or something like that. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I, I, I'm always curious about that stuff. And I know usually that sort of thing's supposed to be like, oh, it parallels what's happening in this movie. But it looked right. like it looks just look like burning chaos to me. Like, what is this play? Yeah. Yeah, that's, opera. that's the idea. That's opera for you. Guys, just burning chaos. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something, and I don't know. I don't like opera. You'd be surprised what Brian thinks of I don't, opera. Yeah. I don't like <laughs> opera, and I don't blame anybody for liking opera. You could totally like opera, and I appreciate the skill that it takes, but I kind of compare it to like liking strawberry ice cream. Either you like strawberry ice cream or you don't, and I don't. <laughs> yeah not well, your this was, favorite th- yeah. this was another one of those rotating. wild wild yeah, i don't like rotating you don't you don't like coincidences in movie and like what's a, oh. what are the what are the odds that after this kid gets frightened by bats for the rest of his life if, if he had, if he had stayed, to see a, a, a bat opera like mm, come on if right. right if he had just stayed and watched the whole opera he would have avoided a lot of things. He's very impressionable, obviously. So he could have just avoided the whole deal. He would have like, oh, he'd have, you know, recognized immediately. Raza Ghul is the devil. They even say it when he's in that prison. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, you're in hell. They're trying to, they're trying to be, they're trying to replicate a lot of that. They're trying to hammer me over the head. Yeah, they're trying to beat yeah. you to death with it. Sure. That's fine. Yeah. And I know we I know we made fun of it in the opening of this episode, but I just can't stop thinking about how un 
un, uh, like just ridiculous. This uh, hideout at the top of a of a glacier yes. mountain is like it's, it's just hilarious. It's in, like what? <laughs> no, you're supposed to. I know, and and I like in the. But why does it make so much sense to me in comic books, but not in yeah. a movie? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why either. I do like the whole Tibetan snowy mountaintop motif as a backdrop for. St- yes. I'm, I'm fine with that, generally speaking. But we saw this in like what the shadow. He had a similar experience. Uh, right. I don't know. I didn't need as I, much I think, of it as we got. I think that there's comics give, allow you an imagination gap, so you don't. You can kind of like wave your hand a lot easier. Yeah. Whereas in a movie, you, you're going from, you know, you're going from the the base to the to the base camp level, mid level, then to the top. It all kind of just it just makes sense. Yeah. In the context, I did like this, and this is something Snyder seems to forget um, with his Snyderverse take on on the DC Snyderverse. Stuff, is that Batman's you know Bruce Wayne is not only trying to sort of find himself, deal with his own fear and guilt, blah blah blah, and all of that, but he's also just trying to find out the simplicity of what's right, what's wrong. And one right. of the things that's right is, you know, he hands half of his apple to this kid who's clearly starving in this right. town he's in or whatever. I like that they at least made this attempt to say, at the core of it all, Batman may be a little effed up, but he's it, it is justice he's after. And for him, it is simple. There's a right and there's a wrong. And I think that's a good thing to do. MCU is very good at this, very good at planting that flag and saying, you know, mm. Steve Rogers is is kind of a boy scout but that's okay and we're going to lean into it i wish dc it, would do that more it, it feels and it fits in with uh the god complex that a lot of heroes in dc has because yeah. even in this one uh we talked about the part where uh flas is is being dangled upside down and he says you know you know pray to me or something like that and it's implying that you know he, he's the god of of this in it's, I don't know, it's yeah. odd. Yeah, it's odd. Odd God. It's odd. Yeah. But I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, it's fine in the end. Uh, speaking yes. of in the, in the end, it's let's fine. do some clips from Batman Begins. Uh, let's begin the clips from Batman Begins. Ooh, <laughs> I bet there's a lot that I can't. Can I turn on the, can I turn on the, the subtitles for this? Uh, yeah. No. Yeah, you made it. are not bad. Well, I don't know how many Bruce Wayne actual, or actually Batman quotes I got, but not as many as you'd think. Anyway, I actually was worried because the film wasn't really producing notable comments, and then later on it got to be okay. So we got a good we got a good amount yeah. here. Right. So let's start with this one. Um, actually, funny enough, this is one I'm not sure what he says, so y'all help okay. me with what this <laughs> says. Good. I like these. We'll start right here. What did he say? Here we go. You in hell, man. What? You're yeah, you're in what, hell, little man. Oh, that's what now I've always been talking about over okay, and over the whole now, episode. It's now, funny yeah, now that I one. hear it, now that I hear it Literally after bad. you guys after you guys said that, now it makes sense. But when I watched it, I didn't know what he said. Here, the motive, wait, the the thing at the Come bottom. On, Turbo you Kong, man. Is that little man? Litcher, Litcher man. Yeah, little man. He said Litcher man. That's not yeah, a little man. Little man. Yeah. Little man. Okay. Because he's turbo. He's a giant. He's a big old. He's giant a big old boy. Um, all right. Well, that clears that Holy. up. Whoops. Sorry. Here's this one about uh, needing protection. Holy protection. Protection for them. Oh, see, so you're the dangerous yeah. one. Yeah. They're locked in here with me. Yeah. <laughs> That's what that yeah. is. Yeah. That's good. Um, all right. The so do I trope. So do I, monster. Right. So do I. Okay. Let me explain. I don't <laughs> like the cheap dialogue trick that is say the thing twice. Yeah, so yeah, instead yeah. of just going, I know you do, Bill. I know. 
I know you do. Just say yeah, I know yeah. you do and be done. You don't have to go. I, I I feel it too, or say me too, son. Me too. You don't have to. You said me too already. <laughs> roger, Roger. Yeah, I don't know why that bugs yeah, me, but no, it's the same way. You'll let it slide. Like, you'll let that one slide. Everybody, oh, stop, stop, hammer me over the Okay. Yeah. Have you ever done that though? You ever hugged it's one emotion, of your kids? Scott. It's emotion. Brian, have you ever hugged your Tristan when he hurt his knee when he's a little boy, little four year old boy hurt his knee, and you hold him and go, I know it hurts, son. I know it'll be. It'll be all right. It'll be. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't Everybody think any was of us did. That. I mean, uh, I, don't, I don't buy it. All right. Here's uh, Katie Holmes slapping somebody twice. That's number two. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Now, that word, now, even though we didn't like them saying the same thing twice, I really like the fact that she slapped him twice. Oh, yeah. The yeah, double slap was great. Enough. I didn't get it good she, enough on that one. Here yep. comes the second one. Yep. Also, yeah. also, like maybe she really thought she did a good job the first time. Yeah. Like, oh, I could yeah. do that again. I, yeah. That was nice. Yeah. I wonder how many times he'll let me do this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to marry well, Tom Hanks, but I really like a- slapping Christian Bale in the face. I wonder if Tom Hanks will let me do it. Or not Tom Hanks. Tom Cruise will let me do it. <laughs> Tom, Hanks. Tom Hanks would let her do that. Though, <laughs> yeah, he would. For the record. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. Yeah. Yep. Slapping right in his money pit. All right. Here's your next Ooh. one. Uh, this is Falcone, and I love him. Tom Wilkinson is great in all things ever. Uh, I don't know when the last time you guys saw uh, Full Monty, but he's so good in that. Anyway, here he is. You're taller than you look in the tabloids, Mr. Wayne. No gun. I'm insulted. Could have gone with more of him. I love him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He went crazy a little too soon with the, the gas. I think they could have lasted that out a little bit longer. Yeah. I like Falcone as a character. He's he's pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. He's he, he harkens to the great detective uh, bits yeah. of Batman's lore that I, you know, I hope this new movie supposed to focus in on more, but we'll see how they do. Uh, everlasting something. What's this? Anyway, here it is. There's a symbol I can be incorruptible. I can be everlasting. As Batman. Which which he's totally wrong about, by the way. Mm. Like he's he is foreshadowing the next two movies. Yeah. Like the the whole point is of the next two movies is that as a symbol, he becomes completely corruptible. Well, yes, but the idea is more is broader than that, because the idea is once you're Batman, you are forever the symbol of Batman. And even when Batman's dead in like future comics, uh, everyone still fears the Batman still thinks the Batman's around and just, you know, don't know why, this where is what he you is get for listening to Raza Ghoul. I guess this so. What you get. Wait, mm-hmm. how do you, uh, here, let me hold on. Raz Al Ghoul. We'll just let Raz. her, Raz Al Ghoul. <laughs> let her explain one more time. All right. He should have stuck with this voice. Cause for a hot second, this was Batman's voice. What will it take to bring him down? That's fine. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. Be whispery. But this is yeah. when you started going. I like whispery Batman. Listen, Rain. I don't think I quit doing that. All right. Yeah, that's a that's a great little scene, by the way. This movie doesn't have enough between uh Bale and Oldman and him holding a stapler to Oldman's neck. Yeah, that's great. And, oh, yeah. And, yeah. And it just that was a fine scene. It's I love ama- this movie. one of the great uneasy alliances in the history of storytelling. I love their relationship in almost every incarnation, but mm-hmm. yes, there was mm-hmm. not enough in this movie. There was way more in two and, and probably more satisfying. Now we are two. That's right. All right. Here's a, uh, I am bat. Oh, it's, it's his, I'm Batman moment. They all get one. So here's Christian Bales. I'm Batman. Yeah. I'm Batman. I'm a Check Batman. I'm a Batman. Me, I have wings. Good for me. Oh, sure. <laughs> All right, here's the mayor. 
I don't know what it is about the mayor, but I recorded him talking. I don't care if it's rival gangs, guardian angels, or the goddamn Salvation Army. Something about him. <laughs> he sounds like an announcer. It was, it was painful. Every time he had to do some lines, I'm like, wow, the why? The following program is brought to you by Limited Point. <laughs> He's got one of those voices, and I like bit. it. Yeah. Uh, where are the drugs? Where were the other drugs going? Ah. And you've got a mouth bugger. Eat it like Ted Cruz. Uh, gotta get one of these. Those. I gotta get me one of those. Okay, I hated that line. Because yeah. it's, I don't think Jim Gordon... It's kind of would... like the where do you get those wonderful toys kind of moment, yeah. right? Yeah, I yeah. don't like it. Out of character for Gordon, though. You're right. It's just... Yeah. He wouldn't say it. It's just so one-linery in 80s. I didn't yeah. like it. Uh, here's the Ra's al Ghul lady in full form. There's somebody here no, no, you simply must meet. Now... Am I pronouncing this right? Mr. Raz Al Ghul? I hate I hate it. <laughs> distracted acting or distracted characters was starting to get on my nerves as well. Like Gordon, every time he would, he would always turn his back on Batman to talk to him. I'm like, don't do, you know, it's going to disappear. Yeah, he's this, just going to obviously disappear. Stop doing it. Look yeah. at him. Yeah. Even if you look just, down, he'll leave. As soon as you turn away. It's just, yeah. ab- this movie is absolutely chock full of people who are staring at some painting instead of the person they're talking to. Yeah. Right. Like, like I guess there must just be really interesting paintings on every wall, <laughs> everywhere you go. Somebody told me, and I don't disagree with this, but they told me I'm, uh, I'm like Batman and Gordon when I talk to people on phones or, or whatever. Um, oh, did you drop it down? I just drop the call and leave. I just take oh, off. you totally do. I mean, yeah. you do yeah. that on Discord, yeah. You yeah, I do it to everybody. Sort of fanfare. Yeah, back pre-internet times, I did it on phones. It's just my way. I don't know what the deal is. I'm not. Does that guy not know how to say "have a good day." I'm I'm bad bye. at the I'm bad at the final like the dregs of goodbye. I just want to be like done. It's yeah. like all right, well, yeah. I know I'm going to see you guys again. So why are we drawing this out yeah. by click? You know, I don't know. I don't know. It's a problem. My wife says it's a dating. Da- phone dating was hard for you, right? <laughs> it kind of no, was. I love you more. No, I click. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Kind yeah. Of, yeah. Right. Yeah. The schmoopy thing would never happen with me like it did with Jerry. I just saw that. Like so, every time someone says to Scott, no, you hang up first. Yeah. Hello? Hello? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, he did it. Did it. Yeah. That's me. All right. Drinking all my booze. Drinking all of my booze. No, it's just the same line yeah, I just yeah. said. Freeloaders. I, yeah. I liked that sequence. Mm. Yeah. I I don't I don't know if maybe one of you hated it, but I yeah. really enjoyed no, how suddenly he had to come up with a way of saving a bunch of people's lives. Right. That didn't betray his actual like secret identity or anything. I thought that was really cool. He steers into the skid of being a completely idiot rich kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just loved it. It is, it is like, and I brought this up earlier, but it is the moment that Christian Bale almost does his "Oh, good, <laughs> good for you." For you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's probably right. All right, here's uh, Neeson is great in this. I wrote every time a civilization reaches the pinnacle of its decadence, we return to restore the balance. I really like him in this. I think yeah, he's great. You can understand every word he says. Yeah. yeah. He enunciates, but he's also whatever. Liam Neeson, I'm going to just say international treasure. Uh, I don't care how many takens you make or how many movies like taken you make. Uh, you're okay in my book, Liam Neeson. You're, you're Schindler's List. You're free. You're amazing. He's amazing. Okay. Yeah. One of I'll the greats. Him. One of the greats. Watch him in anything. Uh, all right. Here's some old audio from the 80s when Ibik asked his girlfriend oh. for a kiss at the door. After prom. I remember this. Oh, boy. This is what she said. Never. All right. 
<laughs> that might be the shortest prom date uh, yeah. Yeah. audio you've ever played on this show. Can I have a kiss, Shirlene? Oh. Never. All right. Shirlene. She was, I don't know why she Shirlene. Was a, she was a Didn't foreign name. exchange student, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Name Michelle Kane. You know, like it, yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, there's... You were duped. Now you got the bail voice. This is just the beginning. If they hit the whole city with toxin, there's nothing to stop Gotham tearing itself apart from mass panic. Why didn't they stop and go, this is a bad idea? <sighs> yeah. It's distracting that voice you're doing. Do you have any other voices, Christian Bale, you can do? Were they afraid? They were afraid he was going to pop off on them and yell like he did in that one video? Or that right. audio? Do a Sir Cheney again. Go do do another... Uh, can you do the Cheney voice yeah, again? Yeah, do Cheney. <laughs> one day you might be able to use that for something. Parlay it into a career. Sure. All right, here's final bad voice, and then we'll move on. It's not who I am underneath, but what I do that defines me. Ugh. I, I did just the things you told me, and now I'm saying them back to you. Yeah. Okay, so, all right, so here's where we remember that he's Welsh. And <laughs> he's he's trying really, really hard to sound like someone from the East Coast of the United States. Yeah. Yeah. And... I, I, so. I want to listen to it again in that vein. Like, I want you to. I'll play it again. I, like, think about, think about, like, I don't know, think about Torchwood or something. Like, <laughs> you know. All right. Like, here goes. Let's try. It's not who I am underneath, but what I do that defines me. Sure, but uh, problem, the problem is that. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I could really use a lozenge. Anybody have a hey. lozenge? <laughs> it's the a weakest look. part of that trilogy. Everything else yeah. is great. I enjoy it. Yeah. But he just yeah. every time he, he says anything in the cowl, I'm just like, all right, dude, knock it he off. Took, he, he took a chance. It didn't work out. Yeah. It's fine. Move yeah. on. It is fine. For We're going to move movie. on. But, Pattinson, but let's see did. what he does. What do you think Robert Pattinson will do? I think he'll go... I'm sparkly in the vampire light or something like that. What I will just he hope say? that they do the, I'm just I, hope they do the same thing with the voice modulator. Cause that, uh, yeah. the first place I saw that was an arrow. Yeah. The TV show arrow. And it's just like, Oh, well that makes sense. That's how you explain why friends and family don't recognize them. And stuff. Yeah. And you'd have, yeah. you would have the tech. It's not, it's not hard to believe. Like, you're right. Yeah. That's it's way to Bree's, do it. Bree's company. Oh, it's Chrissy. Sorry. Don't come in. I'm yeah. naked. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's an awesome deep cut. That's really good. Yeah, yeah. Ouch. <laughs> oh man, I'm I, Brian. Really, you really had to dip back for that, but I love it. That's yeah. a great one. <laughs> it's perfect. Ask your parents, I guess. Anyone younger than us? All right, uh, that's it for your clips. Now, time for this. It's the film sack checklist. Batman can never turn left or right in that cowl, which they, of course, addressed in the second film. Uh, check. Yeah. yeah. Michael Caine never phones it in. Check. And uh, I bet Scarecrow's sack stinks. Check. <laughs> <laughs> and the one on his head, for the record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, both, probably. Yeah, both. Yeah. I mean, both. Killing Nerf oh. Murphy looks like one of those dudes that might not. He might be one of those Hollywood types that just like showers once a month or something. I don't know why. Oh, I don't think oh. so. I bet he's a. I bet he is a meticulous. I agree. Uh, yeah, he's going to keep those guns clean, Tommy. <laughs> yeah, I have. A, I. I just. Yeah, I'd like to think of him as having like this huge apartment that only has four pieces of furniture in it. Yeah, <laughs> and like right, right like just, walls that don't have much on them. Like just they're immaculate. just like there's this, yeah. There's His this post shower regimen probably takes about an hour and a half. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you have it then. Uh, let's give this thing uh, uh, Star Trek connections, of, if any. Are there any in here? There's one. 
We got yeah. one <laughs> Star Trek connection. Yeah. And that is an actor named Dominic Burgess. Mm. Um, in this movie, he, his cast name is narrows cop. So he's, oh, he's yeah. a cop who gets a line about, you know, we got to move these people or they're going to close the bridges or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. In Star Trek Picard, he was Mr. Oh. Vup in the episode Stardust City Rag. I'm sorry. Vup? Is that uh, our first Picard connection? Yeah. It, I, it might be. Yeah. I think it's our first only Picard connection. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Stardust City Rag. It's the fifth episode of the first season. It was directed by none other than Jonathan Frakes. Whoa. Oh, and, I'm uh, Mr. Frakes. Mm-hmm. You know, it, I, I just want to say again, you got to watch this series. I loved it. Uh, you know, it's got your yeah. Allison Pill. It's got your Jerry Ryan and Seven of Nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, this I is like the first card. I liked it. The, in this Good episode, uh, in, in this episode, they're going to, to see uh, Dr. Bruce Maddox, played by John Ailes. Mm-hmm. So, that's that name yeah. familiar to me the maddox john name. no john the the dr maddox Bruce name maddox is yeah, that from an a, old he's a is that he's an a old, character is that an old star, star trek, trek thing he, he's okay. a star trek character we've seen before in other shows and like stuff like tng yeah. or something okay yeah that's why it's familiar all right let's move on to the soundtrack grade i'm gonna give it a vz for very zimmer yeah. Uh, it's Hans Zimmer right up to the Hans Zimmeristness of Hans Zimmer so there's that yeah Big reason I love this movie. It's a big reason I love all of these movies. Um, that you, you got your James Newton Howard as a, also credited for the score because mm-hmm. I guess he did some of the stuff that uh, Zimmer is writing variations on. Mm-hmm. I think is the. I think yeah. I think the, the main the main core theme is is Howard's and then James. Yeah. Okay, so I just can't stop thinking about how the Batman theme has all of this connective tissue going back to the beginning because mm-hmm. it's like. Well, you have this theme song for Batman that everybody knows, right? And then you come to uh, Elfman, mm-hmm. and Elfman's uh, uh, like, <laughs> right, which is uh, you take those same note, you remove some notes, right? But and and instead of rising and falling, you have falling and rising, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And okay. then and then you get to this thing, and it's like we need to sound a little bit like Batman, but we're gonna we're gonna be really serious, and the, the movie is gonna be very intense, yeah. and there's constantly building, but you never actually build up to anything. You're just building, 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 and so they break those those earlier ideas down to two notes, da da, and that's the whole. And you hear those two notes again and again and again. Oh yeah. I found, I got a sneak peek to the Pattinson one. Let's hear what that's going to sound like. Oh yeah. <laughs> Same two notes. Dun, yeah, weird. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Just has a more funky beat to it. That's right. Uh, I, right. I get the feeling that Ibit, did you sound Ibit, did you sound <laughs> exasperated by the same two notes the whole movie? No, I didn't notice okay. it, but yeah, that that actually didn't bother me. I like a I like a uh, a movie with themes, superhero or not. I like you know, oh, recognizable. Here's yeah. this character's entrance. The the the. Oh, I do too. The, the Darth Vader theme when he shows up, or the. Yeah. You know, I like I like that sort of thing. I do too. You like your movies to be like wrestling, and I like things that rotate, Brian. Yeah, right. Rotate. Yeah. Rotate. That's a weird word when you say it too many times. All right, let's move on to the Twitter post. This is where right. you guys sum it up in 280 characters or less. Uh, I'm going to throw the dice here. Hold on. If it's less than five. Oh, it is. That means this week we start with Randy. Batman begins. 
men, 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 manly men, 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 manly men. Men, 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 manly men, 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 men. Just like a Saturday night at Ibitas. Hashtag too many characters. All right. No, I wrote it out. I wrote it out. Yeah. That is 192. Well. Oh, Lord. Well, that's Did good. Did you put spaces between those men's? Yeah. Good. Yeah, I, yeah, Brian. Of course, you got to you put spaces between the men. No punctuation. Men. Yeah, put space between the men. 192. Nicely done. Uh, let's now move over to Brian Dunaway's Twitter post. Batman begins. If you start pretending to have fun, you might accidentally start having some. Nope. I just wanted you to know how hard it was. <laughs> nice. Nice. It was parallel to the film and also your enjoyment yeah. of it. Nicely done. Yeah. Uh, finally, it's Brian Ibbett. Sure. Batman Begins. Looks like Ra's al Ghul was taken the wrong train. <laughs> Wasn't he also a... There's a train movie where he is basically taken yeah, on a train. Yeah, there's one where he's taking a train. I like uh, The Commuter. That was a cool movie. Taken, I like this. Taken on a train. Yeah. I like yeah. all those. Is it dumb that I like all those yeah. things? No, no you can like, like them. It's yeah. the same reason we liked all that stuff in the 80s, right? Like the yeah. Jean-Claude Van Damme stuff. It's like, yeah, sure, he's kind of doing the same thing, but he does it well and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're always, it, yeah. it's entertaining. That, that Snowplow one was awesome. I freaking oh, love that. Oh, that was so good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it looked great. like it was going to be a comedy, and it was not. Just love that, <laughs> love that guy. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's move on to the alternate titles. These were almost used. They didn't use them, but now we've got a hold of them. It was almost called Batman Began. You know, they were just trying to work no, out the, yeah. the tense yeah. sure. there. Sure. Uh, or Begins Batmans. That's a weird one. Mm, I must have been tired when I wrote weird, that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got emails to read, and I'm going to read them. I wish I we need a... There, there's a sound for emails. All right, here we go. Okay. Um, Filmsack at gmail.com is the email address you send them to. We're going to start with this one from Evan, who wrote in and says, Hey, Scott, Brian, Brian, Ryan, and Randy. I don't know who Brian guy is. Three Brian. Yeah, oh. he, he put mm. Ryan in there. Um, our secret uh, uh, co-host. Secret. Sack. Sacker. Secret Sacker. Secret Sacker. Secret Sacker. Pretty good. We write that down. We could use it when the Patreon launches. We're going to have some kind of Secret Sacker. <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah. That's a great idea. I don't know what to use it for, but it's, it sounds good. All right. My girlfriend and I just watched one of the most bonkers movies I've ever seen, says Evan. It's called Lava... Uh, sorry. Lava Lantula. Uh, oh. An action hero has to fight his way across Los Angeles to find his family after a volcano erupts and spews giant tarantulas made of oh. lava all over the city. Uh, made as, of lava? As soon as okay. we've seen it. Or when did this air on the Sci-Fi Network? <laughs> yeah, got to be. <laughs> the, the only 90s, place it, would it be. feels like. It says, as soon as we finished it, I knew it would make an amazing film sack uh, piece of material, and I hope you consider it for a future episode. Keep on sacking. P.S., we watched it on Prime Video, but I live in Canada, so I'm not sure where it is in your neck of the woods. Yeah, it's it's not. Oh, it's on Fubo, but that's the only place where we don't have to spend money for this. Is it one and of those that's two. like? Is it one of those that's just like Sharknado, like obviously a parody of stupidity? You know what I mean? Like if it's one of those, got to be. Oh, it's yeah, got Patrick like, yeah. Rena. You're killing me, Smalls. Yeah, Steve, Steve Gutenberg, Gutenberg. Peoples. Okay, what? I was wondering who. Like we've got to have somebody Guys, in there. It has Michael Winslow. Wow! Oh, wait, wait, wait! He, he makes Michael all the Winslow and Steve Gutenberg reunited again, yeah, and, and Ralph Garman. Ralph Garman's in this movie. Yeah, I don't know who that okay. is. 
Oh, the kid, the little actor that played Mickey Abbott on Seinfeld's in it, the the short guy. Little, well, he was in Jingle All the Way, the little um, elf. Oh, do you yeah. have a Do you have a Seinfeld connection generator? I that was should. Fast. I just recognized his face and immediately <laughs> saw it. Yeah, I like. I watch a lot of Seinfeld. I'll admit it's on all the time yeah. around here. Um, yeah, this looks like it might be just two on the nose. I don't know. I don't know. Well, uh, maybe we'll one see. of us should have a little peek yeah. if if it ever. I'll put it on the list, and if it ever is available to us on one of our services, we'll check it out. Oh, we just watched Nia Peoples a few. How many months ago was it? When did we we watched something recently with her. What was it? Mia uh, people. Nia Peoples. Um, Nia yeah. Peoples. Nia Peoples. Nia Peoples. <laughs> it was Deep Star Six. Wow. Oh yeah. Oh, wow. that's right. Yep, she's back, oh, baby. Right. Yeah, she half of a half of a uh, uh, diving suit. Nia Peoples. Yeah, yeah, was it her that got cut? No, that was the no, that's the other guy no, from she Seinfeld. Was the boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> that's the guy from Seinfeld who was who played uh <laughs> he was the neighbor that Jerry or that George hated growing oh, up. Arnie? No, oh yeah, Danny that, Woodburn. The one that sold the, the computers with him in, in, in George's dad's garage oh, for a while. Right, yes. I can't think of his name, but that's the Serenity actor. Serenity now. Lloyd Braun. <laughs> all, all right. the Seinfeld connections. <laughs> Apparently, we are the generator of Seinfeld connections. Yeah. All right. Uh, this does say here it did come on the Sci Fi channel, so you were right to assume that. Um, yeah, of course. All right. Next up, we got an email. <laughs> it's very siffy. We, <laughs> we got an email from Pat who wrote in says, Love the podcast, guys. Wanted to send two bits of feedback. Uh, movies where there's a dog and the dog dies. Please sack, because we were talking about that last time. Please sack yeah. the film. A Boy and His Dog, please. Yes, it's old, oh, 1975, yeah. but it's set in 2024, and it has a dog. This is the one with... Yes. That's... Um, uh, Costner? Miami, no, Miami Vice guy. Um, oh, that's yeah, right. Don Johnson. That Don Johnson. Yeah. Don Johnson, that's right. Yeah. I have never seen it, but I've heard of it, and I hear it's like... Uh, Post-apocalyptic wasteland uh, perfection for you. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't know, 75, I, don't, I doubt it's perfection. But we can... Yeah. I know what perfection looks like, and it happens a long time later in the year 2015. Right. Yeah. Um, all right. The other says the other bit around Udu Kier. Would you consider sacking uh, Melancholia? It has a relatively small role, or he does, uh, uh, but says yeah. it is hysterical in general. Please consider uh, sacking. Is that the, is that the uh, Kirsten Dunst planet yeah, coming a, close? It's a large von Trier movie. I can't. I can't imagine putting you guys through something yeah. like that. Oh, that's hilarious! Because I, I didn't like it. Because the bottom of this says, "In general, please consider sacking something by Lars von Trier. If not, maybe Antichrist." Dude, I saw Antichrist. There's no way we're sacking that thing. <laughs> that that, that thing featured uh, what's uh, uh, the Green Goblin's penis. <laughs> I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going back. I can't. I can't do you it. You know how you know how there like a, there's a cliche that some women play hard to get, right? Yeah. Uh, Lars von Trier makes movies that are hard to watch. Yeah. <laughs> and like that's that's his job. Like he he took it upon himself a long time ago, right? Yeah. Like yeah. he is going to make movies that do not include like he tries really hard to not have tropes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right. he yeah. doesn't want he doesn't want you to be seeing something that you recognize. And it's just He's a it's very weird dude. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. a very weird dude. The one I can think of, the one I saw, or I guess it was Antichrist that I saw, but it, I, I seriously it was so discordant and uncomfortable and kind of awful. I just, I don't think we can film sack one of those. No. Ugh. I hate those it's, things. It's, it's for, it's for, <laughs> these are movies for movie critics who have seen uh, thousands and thousands of movies and they're tired of 
seeing the same things over and over. Yeah, they're desensitized. Yeah. They need to see um, they need to see Green Goblin's wiener. That's what you're telling me. Yeah, because <laughs> um, you get to see it, boy howdy, and not just see it. Oh my gosh! And then there's a whole like clit- smell it clitoral removal scene. Yep. Yeah, you're that's still talking about Antichrist. Yeah, uh, that, it's a horrible. Ugh, yeah, it's horrible. It's- Don't watch it. Don't watch that movie. Is what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying to you. Lars von Trier. Hey, Move Dolores. <laughs> oh, Dolores. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, nice emails, everybody. Thank those. Thank those. Thank you for sending thank those. those. Uh, thank those. Filmsack at gmail.com. Our next movie is Max Payne, based on the video game property. Uh, Marky Mark shooting up dudes in slow motion. I did not see it in theaters. I don't think. Then how do you know it has slow motion? Well. If they don't, then what are they doing? Is it, <laughs> right? Because it's Max Payne. It's known for this. Yeah, like a, to it. it would yeah. be like a Metal Gear movie that doesn't include a guy named Snake hiding. Yes. Yeah. Or, Very like, good point. A, like a noise when uh, he gets discovered. Oh, yeah. do you mean this sound? Oh, wait. Do you mean... Oh, I, I thought I had it. Oh, that's not it. Hold on. No, wow. it's a portal gun. I have it right here. Somewhere. <laughs> I really do have it. Hold on. Sure, sure. Uh, if you need anything, no. that's what sound it is. Uh, and my brain. No, no, that's not it. No, it's a fart. I can't find it. Oh, here it is. There it is. I there have we it. go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad I, we uh, got through my, that. You guys feel all your right? Favorite sound effect. How did you lose your favorite sound effect? <laughs> all time? Yeah, I put it in a weird place. Uh, I don't know what I did. And uh, um, yeah. my un- my understanding is I don't want to give away too much, but one of us has never played a Max Payne game, yeah. and I think none of us have ever seen this movie. So uh, is that true? Has nobody seen it? I've never seen it. Okay, Did you say you've seen it, Scott. Oh, oh no, I, I remember the reviews being so bad that I just said, "Well, I guess I'm not seeing that one." But perfect film sack time, I'd say. Where's the streaming yeah. so we can tell people? I'd say. Oh, Hobo Max. Hobo, Hobo, Hobo Max. Hobo Max. That's where they... We're we're in a season of HBO Max. We're just going to keep going because they've I, got all the... I'll just tell right you now. right now. I don't know why it's happening this way, but HBO Max is killing it on the we have all the cool old movies front. They're just, they're just the place to go. And they have new movies too. Like, I don't know why they're getting the contracts that Netflix isn't getting, but... All the good uh, old movie do. stuff, plus you know, yeah. tons of original content. My favorite favorite series of the year just ended on there. Uh, I don't know what they're doing, but they're my they're kind of my thing now. I love HBO Max compared to other stuff. Yeah, Netflix Netflix has steered real hard into their TV studio, mm-hmm. and uh, they're doing great. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But HBO Max has Station Eleven, and it's the best thing I saw it this year. I, I loved it you, so much. You listen to the morning stream on Wednesdays, folks. Loved it so much. Oh my gosh. Um, all right. That's it for us and for now. In the meantime, filmsack.com is our website, as you folks at home know. Filmsack at gmail.com. Keep those emails coming. We love them. We're on Twitter at filmsack. And if you're out there reviewing podcasts, leave one for us on these various services because it gives us a bump in notoriety and we'd appreciate it. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Yeah, you know, cave diving. We'll see you next. Whoops, we'll see you next time. (laughs) This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Raz Al Ghul. Brand.